Hi, listeners. Tara here. I just wanted to come on and share just a quick trigger warning for this episode. Uh, For those of you who maybe haven't seen Tangled, Mother Gothel has a lot of moments with really strong uh, emotional abuse over Rapunzel. And we talk about it quite a bit. And so I just wanted to put a warning. Ryan and I thought it would be important for us to have this warning at the top of the episode, just so you know that we address it a bit at the the start. And then once after we've watched the movie, we go into a lot of detail. And so uh, it could be triggering for some folks. And we just want it to give you the heads up. Thank you and enjoy the episode. I'm Tara. I'm Ryan. We love Disney movies. So we decided to watch them all from Snow White to Encanto and beyond. Each episode will watch a different Walt Disney animated studios film and tell you all about it. Did we like it? Does it hold up? Who's our favorite hero? Or villain. We'll give you history and fun facts about each movie. And sometimes we'll invite our friends to watch along with us. So put on your tiara. Or your evil crown. And join us on our adventure. This is Taryn Ryan's Princess Diaries. Hello, listeners. We are back. We have another super fun episode, and we are bringing back a returning guest today. Yes, let's let's get her intro, but then I have a confession. Okay. Leanne is back from our Toy Toy Story. I don't know what that word was. Our Toy Story episode. Hey. Hello, Leanne. Hello. Hello. Uh, a, famous a, a, animator. A famous Leanne. animator in her own right uh, in oh the video God. game industry. No. Oh my goodness! You're never going to believe this. We finally got someone on this show who worked on Skyrim. Um, oh. So. <laughs> and who put up with Ryan? <laughs> Um, so my confession was I was planning on singing hair for a while when we started this because oh the down the song yeah Tara are you excited we're doing Tangled and Tangled is all about animated hair I am very excited uh so I've mentioned this on a previous episode I think but I went ahead and watched it because neither Ryan or I had seen it and I wanted to make sure I watched it before this episode, but I've only seen it on an iPad screen on the plane. So I'm really excited to see it on like our big screen TV. <laughs> oh, wow. And, and Ryan, I've only yeah. seen it through the medium of just watching Tara's reactions to it. On the plane. <laughs> on the plane. Oh my goodness. <laughs> as I was trying to read a book and then she'd be like, <laughs> oh, mm, like just it's, going gives, through every. It gives you all the feels. It really does. It's good. You were crying. I know. I'm really excited to rewatch can I, it. Can I reveal what you said to me? Sure. Afterwards, you I don't said remember. This was a. This could possibly be a top five Disney. Movie oh, I for think you. so. Yeah, it was. Oh, I have no to way. obviously watch it again. But I, the experience. Well, I've got good of, news for you today. I know we're about. We're going to watch it again. <laughs> but the experience of watching it was so good for me, and everyone had told me it was good. But it's one thing for people to say that, and then it live up to the hype, and then I think like it lived up to the hype in a way. That I wasn't expecting, I think, too. And I just, there's so many things I really like about it. But um, I guess we'll just I, kind of dive in. Well, I want to hear about, like, why Leanne. Because oh, this is one I that you we, asked yes. for. I said, like, hey, well, here's what we have left. Are there any you'd want to do? And you picked Tangled. I'm, since booking you, booking you, booking you for this, um, <laughs> I feel like. I've had so I'm surprised more people didn't want to do this because I've like our Facebook page is always people going I can't believe you haven't yeah, seen so many people yet. are surprised that we hadn't seen it hold on yeah. one second my dog is licking the PS5 lady no oh no 
Lay down. I think she's just smelling it, but I. Oh. <laughs> why? Why? Lay down. She'll settle. She's just, she's when she hears we're talking and not moving, she'll settle. But so, so why were you interested in in, in guesting on this one? What do you like uh, about Tangled? Well, um, I was like really excited about that movie when uh, it was first announced because originally Glenn Keane was supposed to be the director for it. Mm-hmm. So, um, like back when I was a little kid, like one of the like superstar animators I followed as like one of like my animation idols was Glenn Keane. So like, yeah. it was really cool to see him in a directing role for this movie, but um, it had a, you know, the history of that movie really changed quite a lot and he ended up not being the director partway through. So, but it was like that initial, um, that whole initial like setup and like his character designs and uh, the way he animates, like all of his characters, like I- I've always been attracted to his work. So I, I was super excited to talk about it. Now, do we have information about about that? Because I'll I be have honest, a little bit. I have, um, and I wanted to talk to Leanne about this. But do we want to let me let me have the fact I have, and then we can go into like the facts of the movie. But I read that it had a unique artistic style of both CGI and traditional animation, while using non photorealistic rendering to create the impression of a painting. So, like, is yes. that a good description of kind of what it does? Yeah, yeah. Like um, the original idea he had for it was like he wanted to kind of have like a Rembrandt look to it with the lighting Mm -hmm. and kind of like that really sharp contrast of lighting and like have a really painterly look. And um, Glenn King has always been like really interested in um, pushing animation technology as well. Like Mm -hmm. he was the guy. So like for context, like he was the guy that animated like Little Mermaid, right? Like Ariel. Yeah. And then he, did the, he animated the Beast. So he has like really expressive work. But then he was also equally interested in tech, which was really cool. And um, he did like a, a test animation with CG, like traditional animation with CG uh, for Where the Wild Things Are. He did like a test animation. Oh, of that. okay. Yeah. As kind of like a proof of concept to show like different ways to approach that sort of thing. And um I, I wasn't surprised like with Tangle, he wanted like when he was directing it, he was probably trying to figure out like new new things to do with it. Um, yeah, so uh, I think like I think what um, like it sounded like uh, things kind of took a turn though uh, after a couple years of development. Um, I'm not sure if you heard about that part. Well, uh, he yeah. Oh, sorry, I was gonna well, say I, know, I knew I, there was stuff behind yeah. like. It why like why it's called tangled and they're yeah, weird well, like push it, away from them being like I don't want to say girly movies well, but movies that are focused on yeah I mean, they, that's, they're like we want to sneak in these princess movies like the same reason yeah. it's Frozen and not the Ice Queen yeah. it's tangled it instead had, of Rapunzel it had about a six year production mm-hmm. um is what I read long. yeah it was a long production time and it they very much focused on the name changed before the release. To market film gender neutrality. Yes. Uh, That's kind of how they described it. But essentially it was because when Princess and the Frog came out, they found that like they weren't getting that demographic, quote unquote, the boy Uh, demographic. I hate to say like assigning boy girl here, but that's what they were focused on. And so changing the name from Rapunzel to Tangled and focusing Flynn in a different way, like Flynn is such a huge part of the film versus... Like Naveen, we talk about in Princess and the Frog. It's a great movie, but oh, Naveen yeah, yeah. is, you know, not. I mean, the, he's a big part of it, but it's about his it, journey to not... soften up. Whereas I feel like, yeah, I, I mean, it's also like, 
you know, the, the majority of this I got from, you know, this this thing was the, this info I got was from the Princess and the Frog blank check episode. Yeah. And they were talking about how, like, if you look at, you know, the the frozen um, advertising, it was all like Olaf walks into a scene and like starts cutting some jokes. And like that was it, yeah. it was never like like you, I had no idea it was about sisters. I had no idea like mm-hmm. what was going on until you walked into a movie theater um, same thing with Tangled. I mean, I think I knew that because I understood the story of Rapunzel better. And I remember the only like ad I remember from it was like, it's a wide shot of her, the interior of her tower. And then she's like swinging around on her hair. And yeah. then like it cuts to a shot of Flynn Rider with like all the, is that his name? Flynn Rider? Mm-hmm. With yeah. all the swords going at him. Yeah. And that was it. And it was just like, what is this? What's going on? And they're I, like, uh, Disney's I, tangled. And I think that's because they were trying to keep it neutral. But one thing that was kind of problematic that, well, I read it and I was like, yikes, but this maybe just tells you the time that they were in. Mm-hmm. When they were- You know, the 12 years ago. Oh, yeah, 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, but when they were working on it, it right. was even earlier. But the character of Flynn, it came from a process called oh. Hot- man meeting this that's okay. what they called it hot right, man right, right. meeting but, but 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 i think this is more empowering to women than you think yes but i don't <laughs> like that it was just women who were asked this question i mean yeah that maybe like that's i don't know that's more that it was of my there. yikes question but anyway the directors it was not glenn keen at this Wait, point can we talk a little bit about the hot the hot men well i'm gonna describe we'll it. go back we'll go we'll, guys don't worry. All of you at the edge of your seats. We will come back to the hot man. Oh, meeting. so you want to you want to pause? Hot <laughs> we'll pause. Man hot meeting. man. We'll okay. come back. We'll it's, come back. It's very no. We're going to talk Let's about it. Let's put a pin in some hot men. I have, rhyme. <laughs> I have some feelings about it, but okay. We'll we'll do our our regular bit here. I will I will say that what I watched primarily was the, the hot stuff man on, meeting. Just just hold your <laughs> dang horses. What I watched was primarily the like DVD extra features oh, so i'm yeah. sure they put the disney like fun on it but yes, i was like disney spin i was on it. into what i saw i was mm, like this okay. is hilarious this is also coming from the guy who organized the uh which disney daddy can get it back yes this but last there month. were men and women involved in that i have an issue with gathering all the women on the production up to like make the decision of how attractive flynn is and I, not okay okay <laughs> There were, no, so a there it. were men in the meeting that I saw. Now I don't know okay. that they like that goes back into the problem of hiring practices. What I read and, and that sort of thing. What I, I read was the director set up a meeting with female employees in the studio. So they just gathered up the female employees and asked their opinion on what made a man good looking. I don't think it's like terrible, but I do think there's something there okay. that's a little so not the pin great. is coming out of the hot men. Yeah. So <laughs> what I saw happened was. They had all these different um, concept art for Flynn. Mm-hmm. They also did printouts of the guy from Mulan. The guy, you know, like I all also other read princes, celebrities. And they put them up all. I didn't see any celebrities. Okay, so I read. I only saw concept. Okay. Art. Now maybe they cut out the celebrities because they didn't want to put them in the. Yeah, DVD. I read that some of the celebrity inspirations were Johnny Depp, Hugh Jackman, Brad Pitt. Gene Kelly and David Beckham, that's which a, Gene Kelly feels like he doesn't fit, even though he is handsome. But, but like, but, but, okay. So here's what I saw from the meeting. It wasn't different time. It, it, yes. it wasn't all the women sat in like line chairs, and they were like, "Do you like?" Okay, blue? so that's what I pictured so when what I read was, this description. It was a room, and all the women were up 
pointing at things and like they were leading the meetings and what i saw was a bunch of men going okay uh seems like most of you like the brown eyes like like they were just like going oh yeah. we need to do this and here's what's hot about this and ooh, look at his okay. chin here and like it it felt like they were the one leading the meeting they just said come in and goes ladies we want your notes and like they just went at it but i it. also feel and, like there okay. had to have been designers in there uh, that i understand well, that were maybe that's not more ladies of an issue. that like should yes. have also had it yeah, that's more of an issue of disney hiring practices <laughs> yes. of how comfortable yeah. people felt being I out in that time i mean Leanne, today. what do you think obviously i had a hot take on it cuz i read it a certain way i definitely read it into it and was like oh i don't know about this ryan saw a video that seemed like it was more positive but like what are your thoughts on hearing it i feel like you're I, presented to Leanne is like who do you like better me no, or no that's not what i'm saying i think we're both i think we're representing both sides of it right okay. somebody could hear this description and think one way or the other i think yeah i mean uh so it, it's funny because i i have seen that video that ryan saw and i totally have i took it in a positive way where i was yeah. kind of like so you know also being a minority in a male-dominated industry like you know uh I wouldn't be surprised if it was a bunch of guys drew Flynn Ryder and said, wow, that's a good looking guy. And then the ladies looked at him and was like, wow, he has no appeal to women. Like who would be looking Got at it? Movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, you know what? Let's have this meeting and let's talk about what makes like what what can we add to make him more attractive? You know, to yeah. women. see, to I me, think, that makes more sense. I yeah. think how I read it. I was like, this doesn't sound yes. so great. What yeah. it, it did feel like uh, a lot of women also going over like the princes they liked, which feels like something we do in this show. Yeah. And going like, like you were like, I like black hair with blue eyes and, and, and Prince Eric. But it's just funny because they did. They, I know because I was the, like, the you don't see that very often. And then we saw it. Gaston and like the ne- was yeah, like the Gaston next one also had but They it, said yeah. they wanted Gaston to look like a Disney prince. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. it the video makes it seem more empowering. Once again, it is a Disney sponsored video. So you have to take yeah. some of that with a grain I, of salt. Yeah. And I, yeah, the, I, I definitely see that the, the whole like, you know, the, I think it's it, it was a lot of like, yeah, the, these guys, they came up with their own thoughts of how they think something should look. And they didn't really, I think, check the room, you know? Yeah, yeah. they didn't like take the temperature of the room. And then they yep. tried to, they, I guess it's the best intentions, right? They tried to go yep. back after the fact. I don't think you could gender swap that scenario and have it come out as nearly a, a nice, rosy smelling yes. s- story as this That's did. That's probably true. Yeah. Right. Let's do our normal okay. stuff now that we've Now that we've, now we've addressed the, the hot, hot man, man meeting. <laughs> uh, so it came out in 2010. It got an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 71% on Metacritic. Top three movies that year. Number three, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollow part one okay number two alice in wonderland probably oh my the gosh worst and Disney it got movie. it won so many oscars when <sighs> i was looking up i know, I know. <laughs> it won some things it, it had the it, it, it was a movie version of lsd where we all watched it we're like okay <laughs> and then number one was toy story three uh yes. also tangled according to this was number eight that year yeah it ranked fairly high when i read it as well it hold also on, hold on a lot of i'm sorry there's just a lot of animation this year it's so we got shrek forever after is number five and then tangled is eight despicable me is nine and ten is how to train your dragon oh um, oh we will definitely do despicable me and how to train your dragon someday on this podcast Podcast. Yeah. Well, I also read that it they estimate that it was about two hundred and sixty million dollars to make. Mm. That was the estimate on it. And that That's it earned five hundred and ninety two million worldwide. And they estimate that about two hundred million of that was US and Canada. Because I feel like 
it wasn't a smash hit. Like it's kind of been developed as this movie people like since, and at least that's been my perception. Yeah. Like uh, it wasn't like Frozen when Frozen came out and was like a phenomenon. Like this came yeah. out and everyone was like, oh, it's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was their first. A CG Disney princess movie mm-hmm. too, right? Yeah, so, so they were doing a lot of new things. Yeah, they were still trying to figure out what their CG is going to be like, right? Like um, before that was Bolt and then Chicken Little. Yeah. So, yes, and Meet the like, Robinsons. And Meet the Robinsons is right. The, so the um, eating yeah. the, the the movie equivalent to eating a pound of Pop Rocks and drinking <laughs> Jolt Cola. <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like this is kind of like this was like trying to return to form, you know, but in yeah. you know the CG medium. Mm-hmm. And of course, it is. We mentioned this, but it's loosely based on the German fairy tale Rapunzel. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they take some liberties, and there's a lot of differences, but that's kind of the foundation. And Alan Menken is back. So he is back for the music along with Glenn Slater. I think that's how you say his name, but he did the um, lyrics. So, right? Yeah. Alan Mm -hmm. Menken usually does the music. Uh, It was nominated for Best Original Song for I See the Light, which is like a beautiful... I can't wait till you see I See the Light. It's so beautiful. (laughs) Uh, But Toy Story 3 won with We Belong Together. So Randy Newman got another Oscar. Oh, no. Oh, man. (laughs) It's so fitting. So fitting because you did Toy Story episode. Uh, What was the name of the song? We Belong Together. We Belong Together. (laughs) Not a part... Dink, 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 (laughs) short people. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Go back to the Toy Story episode. There's more uh, Randy Newman talk there. I will say it's 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 one of the high. Yeah, it's a good one. Popular episodes. Uh, So I now have a bunch of like facts. So I don't know if you have anything like specific, but I have like things to look out for or like, hey, this is interesting. So I didn't know if you had any like specific topics. Ladies, let's talk hair. Oh my gosh, because it's so good. There is amazing. So, first of all, if you would like to really dive into some of the physics on this, I highly suggest uh Googling Kelly Ward Tangled. Okay. Kelly Ward was the hair consultant. Ooh. Um, she she had a PhD, I forgot from where, but well, she this was is in, exciting. in I didn't computer know this. science simulation, specifically hair simulation. Very cool. And apparently while she was at she had just done her uh thesis and everything, and her um like career advisor said, you know, Disney's hiring for Rapunzel. And she was like, Oh my God. <laughs> like it's like, that's, the awesome. job that's really cool. Um, that's very cool. So Rapunzel has 70 feet of hair. Oh my gosh. Uh, which would, you should have had us guess that. Oh, I'm sorry. It's well, how late. many strands of hair? Oh my gosh. They have that. Yeah. How many? St- well, it's, it's the typical, apparently in the human head, how many strands of hair you oh. would have, but oh. these are each oh. 70 feet. So it's not like she has, more strands, yeah, yeah, yeah. But how many strands of hair do they have simulated in this? I don't even know, Leanne. Oh what would you guess? Five hundred. Five hundred. One hundred thousand. One hundred thousand. Oh my god! <laughs> I totally now, shot low. Now I will say what uh, they I did. I was going to say seven fifty, so I wouldn't have been much. So we have, we're really balls then. Well, yeah. so just really yeah. balls. Well, so I will oh, say when they did all their rough drafts of scenes, wow. pretty much they would wow. individually work with hundred and seven strands of hair, and then the simulation oh. would do the oh, rest. Oh, that's so cool. So we we are lot- obviously not character artists. That's the yes. Well, it's the story here. One of the big things that I will say they did, one of the uh, big um, physics moves they did here was 
you know, this blending process between simulated hair, like like taking a scene that would start off being, you know, hand animated and moving yeah. into mm. pure simulation. And they, there's a lot of stuff online where it's just hair bloopers where like she's bounced around the room and her hair is like going all all over the place. Yeah. And all this, this simulation going crazy. That's great. Um, I also read when it comes to the hair uh, in the song, uh, When Will My Life Begin Again? She climbs and she says I'll take a climb and she climbs her hair and that's based on actual aerial silk climbing technique Mm. so Mm, like that movement of like climbing up aerial silk so I thought that was very cool that they base that and like going to watch it again and thinking about that scene that makes a lot of sense kind of the way she swings on it and climbs on it and things like that now how if you had 70 feet of hair how much do you think it would weigh oh geez oh gosh well we were so wrong with the last <laughs> because one because this was one um, of the things they needed to trick the physics simulators 50 pounds is that too much leanne Mm, maybe a hundred pounds. Oh, it was between sixteen and eighty. So okay, split okay. the difference. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm good with that. We but were they, much closer. But on they that said one. they needed to like really work with the simulation because with that much hair, like her head should have been dragging and pulling back whenever, like she had to yeah. like yeah. move her head and pull like eighty pounds of hair. So they had to like oh, do all wow. this stuff to give it weight so that it looked real, but then also not affect like you know other simulations they were yeah. running and things like that well speaking of when you were talking about the hair it reminded me of a fact i read uh in the kingdom dance scene there's over three thousand people present and so that's the most in any crowd scene and it reminded me yes. of when we talked about hunchback yes, it, and it, we talked about the scene at uh oh what's that song the fools yes parade that's not what it's that's called, not what it's called the the People are screaming at us. Yes. Festival of Fools. (laughs) People. I like literally in my head, I just saw the hunchback of Notre Dame driving a car, listening to our podcast going, the Festival of Fools, like yelling that. But yes, it reminded me of that crowd scene and how this one was. It beat that crowd scene. That used to be the most CGI hunchback was and Mm -hmm. then Tangled came and beat it. Well, and I would imagine... I'm excited to pay more attention to the crowd scene that their faces are going to be way more detailed than the crowd scene in Hunchback. <laughs> have you do you, have you ever watched that stuff in Hunchback? No, it's, I haven't. It's kind of a fun thing because it's like they basically have like four um, silhouettes, like like people silhouettes. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of body type. Spin, it's basically like thin yeah, man, yeah. large man, woman, like child. <laughs> yeah, and they right. have all these different faces, and then they have like mustaches and beards and masks and things they can put on them, <laughs> and it, they would just like click it, and it would like populate the whole area oh, and so they're wow. doing the topsy-turvy mm-hmm. dance yeah and doing that it's 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 worth taking a look oh, at. i gotta check that out again. yeah and then there's also another number that was crazy that i read about which won't be impressive to you till you see it now i think i know what you're gonna say about is it have something to do with light yes with okay, the lanterns i have i have a question for both of you about that scene there are forty-five thousand lanterns in that Whoa. scene used during the I see the light, which I was like, wow, that's why it looks as which cool as it isn't looks, which even is even half the amount of strains of hair in a head. I know. I'm just amazed <laughs> at all of this. It's very interesting. So I, I have a question about that scene because they made a big deal. This being, they made a big deal about how cool that scene was. And the thing they're like, they took it from Indonesian culture. Hmm. But I was hmm. like, this is a movie that is very white and very like, it's based on a Bavarian yeah uh, like tail does that feel like cultural appropriation to anybody else 
I mean, knowing what it's based on, maybe a little bit. I I don't think it did in the movie, but I'm also a white girl. So I I don't know if maybe. I don't know that necessarily in my mind, like it felt malicious, but it definitely when they're like going, hey, this movie where they Disney spends a lot of time wearing looking at the culture of their movie and then going specifically, we saw a bunch of Indonesian things and decided to take it from them. Like, that's not exactly right. And, you know, I mean, um. Well, no, that that's a good point. I didn't like realize they based it off of that, like a specific culture. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Though, like knowing that it's different, I think, yeah. than just the viewing experience of it. Though, like, I mean, there there are a lot of cultures that use lanterns as a way to remember, you yeah. know, people. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm kind of surprised they were very like they honed in on Indonesian culture. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like again, we're 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 transitioning to the age where people know a little better about that sort of thing and if mm-hmm. that was something they took as an inspiration they maybe i mean yeah shouldn't have been like pu- it was weird to me that they were like we took this from indonesian culture in the video yeah. and i'm like to put in your white movie like yeah that, that's that's that not, is kind of yeah, strange like, yeah what it's else a strange pat quote pat on the yeah. back yeah yeah right that's, right uh but it essentially ryan that part of the story it's basically every year on her birthday because she's she's taken from them at a young age. So every year on her birthday, they put these lanterns into the sky. So it's like a way to remember her and a way to like, hopefully find her. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. They I don't made, mean, I don't think that's story for it. Yeah. yeah I don't you're think, right, though. I don't think that's spoiling context. it, but yeah. I think that's why maybe I want to watch it now. Okay. <laughs> I think that yeah. that's why maybe like on the viewing of it, you maybe don't, well, at least I didn't think of it as like a specific culture. Cause it mm. seemed mm-hmm. like it was a way that they were grieving for their child. Child, if that makes yeah. sense sure but I, I, but again, i'm glad I to know it, that i it's think more it's of important an issue. to be aware of it i think it's more of yeah. an issue in the in the making of than anything else yes let's talk mm-hmm. the chameleon for a minute oh yeah pascal because apparently they were trying to look to name the chameleon name pascal and kelly lewis an animator had just bought a chameleon herself That's and named interesting. it interesting. My Pascal. fact said it was a producer, but sometimes oh, my facts pro- are she's not an animated right. Producer. Could be, yeah, could well, be both. She's credited in the movie as Chameleon Wrangler. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> because oh, she came so that up was with her inspiration. A, they go, she goes, <laughs> yeah, it was her I, I just pet. Chame- she had a chameleon named Pascal, oh, right? Well, that's a great yeah. name. Can we name it that? And they're like, she's like, sure. Yeah. I'm sure they used, like, they brought Pascal in for reference, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I bet they did. They're always so good about that. Uh, when Rapunzel enters the marketplace, the animators were inspired. Their inspiration of this scene was when children enter Walt Disney World and Walt Disneyland for the first time. And when they're so excited, I mean, it's, yeah, it's their inspiration oh, was, so nice. was, was right outside their door. was right outside their door. Yeah. But I like the idea because she is so excited. She's seeing all these things for the first time. This is not her world uh, when she enters this marketplace. And I think it's kind of a fun way, you know, that whimsicalness and just like that excitement that can really only happen when it's your first time or if you haven't been in a while it's like a similar thing so I thought that was kind of neat that's really um that's interesting too I I haven't heard that tidbit but then I also heard that um with the art direction they were trying to figure out like how to make it feel more fairy tale like Mm. and they actually visited Disneyland a lot to interesting like the reference of that and i wonder if that like you know while they're visiting yeah they saw the kids you know their eyes light up like that and they're like oh we could totally use this as like a reference moment no. yeah yeah i'm sure they did cool. yeah that's cool i was also reading too um it was one of the first i think it is the first disney animated princess film to get a pg rating mm. oh so due to frying pan violence 
Is that why you no, think it's PG? I'm curious <laughs> what makes it PG. I think movies like this, like I think yeah. a lot of Disney stuff is PG now. Yeah. And this was, I guess, the first of that. Mm. Uh, talking I think ab- G is just like, like, yay! Dee, 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 dee. Like those type of movie <laughs> shows where it's like, the what are they called? It's a great description. They're not called the tiddlywinks. The dudes with the TVs in their belly. Teletubbies. Oh, Teletubbies. <laughs> Okay, now you gotta do one for like PG thirteen and yeah, like what would you be your rated R? Yes. Okay, yeah. so G is yay, dee, 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 dee. and then okay. PG is like ha ha, clang 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 clang. Okay, and then PG thirteen mm-hmm. is like yeah, yeah meh, meh, meh. and then R is like <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> this is perfect. This is great. That's really good. Yeah, uh, perfect. Uh, speaking. Uh, <laughs> That's really great. Okay. I love it. I love it. Um, uh, talk. I have. The, I read a lot of people that were considered or auditioned for Rapunzel. So I don't know like what's accurate because it would say like this person was, and it was like this person was. This it could person be anything was. from somebody doing an audition all the way to to like, like they were very seriously. Yes, yeah. but two of the people were Kristen Bell and oh man, Adid Menzel. Am I saying her name oh. right? I always get nervous because no, no, no. That's not her name's. Adina and Menza because you want to say Adele I know I know John Travolta has ruined it for me because now my brain always second guesses it but they both supposedly auditioned for Rapunzel so Mm. I do find that fun that they then you know cast them in in Frozen Frozen. Uh, can we do some Mother Gothel talk for a little bit oh I have lots of well not lots but I have several Mother Gothel things so go for it so voiced by Donna Murphy who was Dr. Octopus's wife in Spider-Man 2 oh thank you for that reference that's like that's where I knew her from but she's also a prolific star of the stage I think she's won yeah. some, she's won Tony she uh, filled in for Bette Midler a couple times on the latest run of Hello Dolly mm. um, so I am excited for her because as we've said she's I have been dark, looking man. for a good villain this is her and like I you like I think this will fulfill it for you uh, some facts I have about her some like kind of symbolism things that mm-hmm. I thought were really cool her bedroom in the tower has a door while Rapunzel's only has curtains and so that was a way to symbolize that Rapunzel can never shut out Mother Gothel but Mother Gothel can like oh, ignore wow. Rapunzel I, There's read- a, it, I, I will say here we should say it here and we should probably say it at the top when we come back um, Mother Gothel can I think can be triggering for folks Um she it's very heavy emotional abuse like it's it's Mm. not uh question it's not questionable it's pretty pretty much in your face it's there and more than Encanto Abuela Oh, a hundred. Oh, yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I don't Abuela, know. I'm coming at this. I know. I don't Abuela, know. I, yeah. Abuela I had honest, good I, intentions, I think. Where Mother Gothel, it's all about honest, her. I have been working. I have worked yeah. very hard to avoid. I mean, I kind of know what's uh, yeah, happening I don't in this movie, actually, but I've I don't want to really, say yeah. more than that. So you're still surprised by a lot of things with her. But I will say it triggered me in some ways. And mm-hmm. um, I don't have... I don't have like serious things... Um, in my life, but it, it did trigger some feelings, some moments. She's married to me. She has no serious things in her life is what she's, is what <laughs> but she's I think, saying. I think I, I, you just have to see it. I, I don't want to say more than that. Way no, I, told, like, I have I, no serious yeah. things in my life. Yeah, like, I just think it's important. We mention it and we should probably mention it at the top when we come back from watching it. But 
She's yeah, she's very intense. Uh, I have a note here that yeah. her outfits are based on des- uh, designs 400 years before Rapunzel's time, which I oh. think might mean oh. something. But I'm assuming I'm assuming she's an old witch. Like that's all. Yeah, that, it we'll does kind of mean something. Uh, do, do we want to before we go? We go. I can pitch what I think the deal is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. No, we'll, we'll oh, finish Mother do the Gothel facts. Stuff, yeah. Okay. So I have also that when she's first seen in the tower with Rapunzel, there's several items that kind of reveal her true intention. Mm-hmm. There's a spinning wheel that you can spot. So that's mm-hmm. from Sleeping Beauty. There's a pattern of an apple on the bottom kind of post of the stairway. So representing so the apple. So putting her into like. Yeah. And then <laughs> her awesome. lantern. She has this lantern that omits like a green color. So again, that's going back to like Maleficent. Yes. So there's Sleeping these little nods to some of the villains that came before her and another cool thing her dagger she takes with takes this dagger with her when she goes to look for Rapunzel it's the same one that Frollo carries so oh. I thought that was oh. another interesting connection huh. and she's dark like Frollo's dark so um, <laughs> does she want to sleep with no, somebody no. is that her whole time <laughs> no. because that, no, that is why it's rated PG now that I think about it the more you're like mentioning yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the more I'm talking about her now it does now I'm like I'm thinking, oh yeah this yeah. does make sense also mm-hmm. uh, I have a villain's book I'm kind of bummed they didn't have more information on her because I think she is a very good villain she's very mm-hmm. dark she's very intense but they said Verbatim, she joins the ranks of mothers like Joan Crawford from Mommy Dearest. Oh, wow. And wow. this one I don't know. No wire hangers. Yeah. This one I don't know, but maybe you two do. Mrs. Taggart from The Anniversary. I don't know that. No, I don't know that I'm movie or that mom, but those were the two that either. they compared her to. Mm. Um, what is your pitch for Mother Gothel? Well, real quick, I have one more thing I want to talk about. Okay, I also have like one or two more hey look out for these things. But. And that that is just because I remember hearing about this on uh um podcast the ride and the lack of tangled like representation at oh, the park. Oh, in the parks. And it's yeah. like now they have a lot of like walk around characters and she's a big part of that, et cetera, et cetera. But like for a long time at Disneyland, the only uh there was a bathroom that was themed after <laughs> Tangled, like a bathroom rest area in fantasy land and i just think that's such like a a slap in the face yeah it really is yeah she deserves more than that she's she's great first of all i didn't think she's a great princess like look i was kind of like oh that's cool that they theme bathrooms but i didn't think they'd theme them after a movie i thought in like fantasy land it just like looked like the rest of the aesthetic yes and not like mother gothel's toilets (laughs) what Uh, come poop with your friends pascal in the (laughs) Tangled theme toilets. And... Yeah. Anyway, um, okay. So my... So, oh, oh well, ahead. I just have a couple things to look out sure. for that I'm also saying so we can try to look out for them. One is Pinocchio apparently can be found in the uh, Snuggly Duckling. It's right after Cupid... Uh, <laughs> swings like yeah i know you don't know any of this <laughs> your but, mental image is like getting more and more I know. like <laughs> uh but it's like apparently to the right of the screen he's in the top right corner in the rafters so we have to like be on it's probably quick when usually these things are mentioned they're kind of a quick thing but mm-hmm. like it's pinocchio so i'm like okay we have to look out for him i thought that was kind of fun 
Uh, also, it makes it almost sound like like ever since those it sounds live like I'm action talking pan- in code. Well, no, no, like- it's ever since those live action Pinocchio things that came out. There's like all he wants is human flesh, oh. <laughs> and like things that make it seem really like you're like we have it's Pinocchio, so we have to look out for him. Like the way he said, like sounds kind of malicious. We have to watch it. out yes. for Pinocchio. <laughs> uh, also, Flynn and Rapunzel, they're looking at books uh, at one point, and one is the opening from Sleeping Beauty, so mm. kind of the opening storybook. So again, a lot of nods to Sleeping Beauty in this it seems the other thing I found interesting uh, Mandy Moore who voices Rapunzel only met Zachary Levi who voices Flynn once and it was during their duet and she never met Donna Murphy so like they never I guess record it at the same time which I found so interesting because I feel like maybe they did more of that after this movie but I feel like now Disney puts a lot of voice actors together well they also let people bounce off each other yeah so i just was shocked by that because a good portion of the movie is rapunzel and mother gothel so that was strange yeah Yeah. i thought that was kind of kind of odd well remember last week and this will been out by now we were talking about batman mask of the phantasm and how dana delaney and kevin conroy had to have a kissing scene but they never met each other so they were just like "Mm -mm," and like like (laughs) doing these like kissing noises yeah and they're like and that's how we kissed on opposite coasts yeah Uh, and then just something to look out for when we do these movies, so I probably won't remember it, but hopefully this fact comes back up. Flynn Rider and Rapunzel are at Elsa's coronation. I have heard that, yes. Yeah, so that's something to look out for if you're watching Frozen anytime soon. And Maximus and Vladimir are two characters in the movie in Rapunzel. They apparently show up in Wreck-It Ralph, which we wouldn't have known because we didn't see mm. this when we saw Wreck-It Ralph. So there's no, it doesn't give me like a scene or anything. So, uh, but that is everything I have. So now, uh, well, first, Leanne, do you have anything else? Um, I, it's interesting that like all those um, references to Sleeping Beauty and, uh, you know, all the classic like older Disney movies were popping up because like, when they're figuring out their art direction, they they looked at a lot of those as kind of like touchstones mm-hmm. for their visual dev. Um, so like when they were trying to figure out like how should our like environments and like our settings look, you know, like, oh, we want it to look more like when like Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella and like mm-hmm. Pinocchio were made, you know, like um, they looked at a lot of artists like uh, Mary Blair. Uh, oh, to kind of, I love her. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Have, have, have you seen any of those, like, where you punch in a sentence and, like, an AI makes a picture for you? Any of those things oh, going yes. around now? It's yeah. really fun to, to do something wacky and then go in the style of Mary Blair. Like, a lot of people no have been way. doing that because it oh, does it really cool. well. That's oh, really cool. I need to find these now. Like, I think Google I did it. Tremors in the style of oh, Mary my gosh, Blair. I love like, that. <laughs> That's really great. Uh, the yeah. other thing is Rapunzel is barefoot. I believe for a lot of the film and they said that that represents innocence. But when you were talking about Sleeping Beauty, she's also barefoot in the woods. So that's another Sleeping Beauty connection. And when we talked about Sleeping Beauty in that episode, uh, we talked about the painting, like how, Mm -hmm. you know, those backgrounds. And so it's this is very reminiscent of that. So it is cool Mm -hmm. to know that they did that purposefully and then they used like the advanced tech like and the, the cg yeah. and everything it's cool to see how they've incorporated and kind of updated that style yeah like i think like one of the what? really challenging things with like cg is that you can have too many straight edges or mm. like corners you know like everything mm-hmm. can, you could potentially get into like 
too much symmetrical or straight things. And I, I think they were trying, they were like, well, we got to figure out how to make these shapes in CG, these organic looking mm-hmm. curves, uh, like, you know, in their, whether it's in their poses or like in their environments or what have you. And like, I, I remember seeing like a style guide they had where it was like, um, you know, straights and uh, straights and rounds, you know, like kind of straights and curves, mm-hmm. like you mix and match those. And then they had something called like wedging. So you had like these like, kind of like diagonal looking like rectangles that are like kind of like all leaning on each other in different ways to kind of break up that straight up and down verticality. Yeah, Yeah. when it comes to their silhouettes and stuff. So yeah, like, cause it's so challenging, like with computers. I'm (laughs) sure, yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is something we specifically talked about on the Toy Story episode about how they tried to make it feel rounder and a lot of things, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, the other thing I thought was really cool was um, when it came to animating um, in CG, like, they they came up with a whole well i think when it was more when glenn keen became like more like he was really trying to uh direct his team like how to animate um like these really appealing characters and stuff and i think they developed this tool system where basically you could draw like you know like with a wacom mm-hmm. or like a cintiq and then basically the characters will snap to those drawings like the cg characters because usually when you're animating on the computer you have a bunch of like different like rotation points you can like pose them mm-hmm. but instead to make it more intuitive like drawing like poses for animating um you could just draw it with your like you know your computer your tablet and then the character will just snap to those poses to kind of help um you know massage that sort of i would love to yeah. see how many That's times it's gonna work cool. where like a leg pop <laughs> to where like an arm should be like yeah i yeah. imagine like rapunzel t-pose and then like this horrible like for anyone who's seen season four Stranger, Stranger Things, that's what I was, was thinking. Like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> just yeah. yeah. And like I, I think like also when it came to managing like animating the hair, that was so- something similar. They had like curves to kind of like mm-hmm. guide mm-hmm. the hair, right, into those um those shapes and then hopefully the sim like behaved. So I'll, yeah. I'll post some uh hair bloopers I would love on that. the website yeah. on the Facebook page. All right, Mother Gothel prediction. All right, she's a robot. Oh, no, come she on. was dead the whole time. No, she was. Do you do you have a true prediction, I, or were you just going to be funny? Dig with this? deeper, Ryan. I yes. think. <laughs> I think. Um, I think there's she has Rapunzel because there's something about her hair that like is magical or keeps her young or something. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. I think that's why she has him, and then. I don't know what Flynn gets out of it, like why he decides to help her. Because, like, as far as I can tell, Flynn's like a blowhard, and then she softens him up. Hmm. And then, okay. um, uh, that's it. Okay. Well, now you'll have to wait and see. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me. No, okay. I'm um, going to tell you. I, I don't want to spoil it more than I feel like I already have with well, talking about some details. So. Well, then, is it time? Do we have anything else? Are we good to go? I think it's time. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, take the VHS out of the clamshell and stick it in the VCR. See you on the other side, listeners. Listeners, we are back. I had all the feels again. It was wonderful. I cannot wait to discuss this movie. Leanne? Oh my goodness. It was just as good like the multiple time around I watched this movie. It's so good. Yeah, I know it's been a while for you, so it's still like held up for you. Oh, absolutely. I, um, 
yeah, beginning to end, it was it was entertaining. It was heartfelt. I, and I think like a different perspective now that I'm a mom, strangely enough, I didn't expect that. Yeah, I definitely, although I don't have those feelings because I'm not a mom, I can very much understand it that like it hits you in a completely different way because of that storyline. Ryan. So here's the thing. Uh, It was great. I loved it. Oh my God. I was like, (laughs) wait, what? I was like, I was trying hard to rein myself in to be like don't judge him it's okay if he doesn't like it as much as you (laughs) no it was it was really good um i i will say it suffered from that thing i have where i put a lot of expectations on a movie yeah and it's not i didn't it's like i'm going to enjoy it better the second time i see it and i will see it a second time yeah and i think you called a lot of the plot points yes a couple things very impressive there was just i think I, I, let me let me tell you the main thing. I think I expected Mother Gothel to be magic. Oh, okay. and she wasn't. Yeah, and for some reason mm. that kind of made me go like it was. It wasn't bad. I loved her. Yeah, um, you love to hate her. We'll get into the thing. I don't think I hated her as much as y'all did. But I think she hit some very specific. Boy, you gave buttons. me a look like we need to talk. No, after no, this. we don't need. No, it has nothing to do with you. She just hit some very specific buttons. That's what to I'm me. saying. I yeah. think as uh, there might be a lot more woman mother thing there. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Listen, and we should I got also my say own it. Mommy issues. We should also say it here. The emotional abuse. I just want to say it at the top. We are going to go into it. We're going to. I'm. I have specific lines I want to talk about. I have specific scenes I want to talk about, but. I will say it was a little more cartoonish than I thought from your description of it. I see. Um, I still think it was bad, and I still think it was probably the darkest emotional abuse I've seen in a Disney movie. Mm -hmm. But there is part of me that I'm like, if this, if I I kind of, when she started doing it, I was like, how how can you not see through this? What, did you grow up in a tower or something? Oh, wait. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and if these were played. Yeah, she was an infant. Exactly. But if these were played by real people, I think you'd feel it even more so. That's a good point. I mean, Mm. she is like doing, again, the big, big arms and yes, yeah. cartoony stuff. So uh, uh, fairy tale friends, full disclosure, it is 1130 at night where for we are. For our time. Yeah. A little um, bit earlier so for the I am end. putting that on the table here so that we can maybe see. Listen, those are all notes. her notes. I have notes. I have notes. She has <laughs> notes. So let's, let's we're gonna, get started. We're going to power through it here. But uh, it's rated PG and we were wondering why. And then we started noticing all these things in the film. But Frying pan violence. Frying pan violence. You do see blood. With Finn, Flynn um, at one point. Finn? Actually, Flynn. 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 Phil, Flynn. At a couple points, like with his hand and then later on. But they describe it, Disney describes it as for brief, mild violence mm-hmm. is how they describe it. But the other thing we didn't mention is this was the 50th animated uh, feature mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. Disney. So something else to celebrate. But it opens with Flynn narrating and his wanted poster. So I love that that's the first thing we see. I will say that definitely feel, felt like an afterthought. You think like, Flynn narrating? I, I think this movie, they tried to make Flynn a bigger deal to get more boys in seats. I would and agree I, with that. Because I could see that. I yeah. think another thing that kind of threw me off about this movie is I thought it was like the story of Rapunzel through Flynn's eyes, mm. and it's not. Flynn plays a big part, but it's yeah. 100% Rapunzel's journey. Like, Flynn has a journey from like, I'm kind of a bad guy to I'm a pretty good guy. Like, like yeah. But Rapunzel's mm. journey is way more interesting. She's way more relatable. 
Yes. Et cetera, et cetera. And I, I just think they tried to push Flynn. So that's why they have the like, this is the story of how I died. The other part being there, I completely forgot that's what he said at the end where he should have been like, and I did die today, you know, because he yeah. technically dies. Mm-hmm. And I just think they, that was something where they're like throwing a Flynn thing at the beginning and that's yeah. how we'll get through this. I get that. I yeah. Yeah. But we see the magic flower and we see how it was like given from the sun and how it is this magical botanical and that the i don't know how else to say it but it's magical magical botanical. botanical that sounds is that a song from like a no but it feels like musical? it could be in it could be inserted in into the woods i am the very model <laughs> really of a magical good. botanical yeah. like that okay rooting through my rutabagas yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh we see that mother gothel She's been using it. She's found it and she's hiding it. And the queen becomes very sick while she's pregnant. And so they've heard of this flower being out there in the kingdom somewhere. And so they're on this search to find it to heal her. They need a miracle. I was excited they showed pregnant queen. I know. I was too. Mm -hmm. I like how the parents are represented in this. We don't get a lot of dialogue from them, but a lot of times the parents are shafted in these films. I I just, we'll get into this more later, but... put a pin in this but okay. they're apparently bigger characters in the series oh yes i know nothing I about, the about the series now yeah. have you huh. seen it at all leanne i have not oh we may have to i would like to check it bob, out bob i need you to call in or write an email oh yes because he knows <laughs> he's, he's seen watched it. It, i mean right? i'm gonna watch it now because i am like invested in these characters yes. and yeah. apparently all the uh thugs come back big in season two oh. like the same voice actors oh. and stuff. that's cool like they're a big part of the show and i also want to know how she gets her hair back like i have so yeah. many questions mm-hmm. so well it's clear that she still has the magic like within her somehow mm-hmm. so uh mm-hmm. but they're running out of time and then they they come upon the flower and mother gothel sees that they found it she's not very happy and so it heals the queen rapunzel's born and they launch one lantern to celebrate her birth. So the lantern kind of starts with just like mm-hmm. celebrating that she's been born. And then pretty much right after that, she is stolen. So they don't really get a lot of time with Rapunzel. I don't know why that scene gave me Peter Pan vibes. I think it's because like someone coming through a big window yes, in the and night. Taking your yeah. Children. Taking children. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Taking- yeah. Can you remember you know? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. And we find out when her hair's cut, it's no good. So we find, and that's why she takes her, because she tries to cut her hair to get the power. And, and it then, turns brunette, yes. and like the power's gone. So then that's when she goes to taking her and keeping her in this tower. It was funny watching that because I did notice, like, when they're like, she, because uh, they're like, a baby was born with beautiful blonde hair. And then it cuts back to the parents. I'm like, neither of them are blonde. And all I could think of is like Game of Thrones, where. He, uh, what's the, what Ed Stark is looking through the thing and he's like going through the Baratheon. Oh, he's yes. like oh. dark of hair, so and so, yes. dark of hair. Joffrey Baratheon, Joffrey Baratheon, gold of hair, golden hair. And he's like, hmm, like yeah. it becomes that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, but this is when Game of Thrones is something we should cover on this oh, family podcast. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> uh, but this is where Leanne's like, oh gosh, it's kidnapping. And this is where I feel like you were like, this is my worst nightmare. And I I do feel like I'm sure for you as a parent, it's very different feeling than for like the two of us. Yeah, like, because it's one of those things where, you know, like my kid is like, if my kid was one, you know, or just born, it's like, 
they can't tell anyone what's going on, what's mm-hmm. happening exactly. to them, right? Yeah. So there's no way they could ever get returned to you if they ever get found. Like, yeah, because they they would never make that connection. Yeah. Yeah, you can't chip them like pets, you know? <laughs> so. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Devis- devastating I'm, moment. I'm marching for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. Let us chip <laughs> our kids. Okay. Let us chip. Okay. <laughs> but that's when they send hundreds of lanterns go out. And the hope is that she will see them and this becomes kind of this... It's ritual, like on her birthday tradition, every year. Yeah. Tradition is probably a better term than ritual, uh, but it it's a tradition. Like, are they having? This is jumping ahead, but are they having a festival? Do they have a festival for this every year, or is it just a generally happy village? I think it's a generally happy <laughs> okay. kingdom. Yeah, I think they're just merrymaking all the time. And I mean, honestly, when yeah. she gets into the marketplace, she's the one who starts them dancing and everything. So I don't fair know enough, that that's something okay. that they're doing all the time. I guess they had the flags up, is why. I yeah, thought it was. I think it's a yeah. very somber event for the king and queen. Right. But uh, yeah. Obviously, obviously it might hit the townspeople or the villagers a little bit different. But um, we see her now grown looking for Pascal. And what were your thoughts on Pascal? I love Pascal. I, I liked him a lot. I feel like this first scene doesn't really represent him throughout the last the, the, the rest of the film. Because the yeah. film is he's so smug and like the first one he's playing with her and he seems a little nervous. And then later mm-hmm. he's just like, I don't know how to explain it, but like he, he's smug because there's a lot of scenes where like she's like don't freak out about my hair and he's getting to flynn and like healing him with the hair and and pascal's just like check it out like yeah it's just like so like <laughs> like hey man His, like but i like him because he's so physical right because he doesn't yeah. talk so i like that he doesn't talk but like his physicality is very funny i believe when we did the henchman versus um sidekicks bracket Bob was really behind Pascal and I was just like I don't get it I, I would have voted it. probably for him oh, longer but again we hadn't seen it at that point so it makes a big difference but um that's real, real quick now, Leanne did you do you are you do you listen to the podcast or hang out on the Facebook page at all and it's okay um, if you don't it's not gonna hurt I check in every once in a while but I, I admit I'm not as active as everyone else <laughs> that's you, okay I'm just wondering if you saw the results of our Disney daddy who can get it bracket I did not it who goofy. won it was goofy baby it was goofy, goofy. Oh, I could believe it yeah See? I mean come on I, like, I the Goofy movie, like mm-hmm. Max and I, I, such again, a good dad. I love in, in that the, movie. I was so sure I had the the top four picked, and one of them I got right. Yeah. Also, anyway. this all stemmed from me saying Goofy can Goofy get can it because funny one. is sexy. And-, <laughs> and we got to the end, and it, and it came down to a coin flip. Like I don't it vote was 50-50, unless it's so it was a tie. Ryan's vote. And so I was like, I got to vote for Goofy because my wife likes him, and I want to continue this marriage. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot on the line there. There's Not even line. on the line, but just like I don't want her to go. He's right. Funny isn't sexy, and then like rethink our whole relationship. <laughs> oh. Like that was anyway. All right. But so she grew. She's looking for Pascal, and that's when the title credit happens. So mm-hmm. I found that interesting that we get a, a good amount of the story before we see Tangled every up time on the they, screen. Every time they do that shot of the tower, it looks hand-painted. It it's does not so look beautiful. CG. It's so beautiful. It's so gorgeous. And they zoom out on it a couple different times in, in different ways. Mm-hmm. But then the song, When Will My Life Begin, um, happens. And it's her singing about all the things she does. It's kind of like, 
I get up at seven and then like here are all the things I do to like keep me occupied. And we were talking about how her hair must be so dirty dragging on the ground. Of that <laughs> I tower. forgot. That I laughed just thing. that, that, yeah. that snort I did. I that laughed Leanne. just like Leanne that when Leanne said, that. said it the first time and I completely <laughs> forgot about it and just laughed like that again. Yeah, so that's what my notes include are a lot of like the things we said along it, the way. It's magic hair. I will yes, say that. I guess that's true. But then we also Ryan brought up this was the first year of the pandemic like listening to all the lyrics she's baking cookies she's painting the name <laughs> of the kingdom is corona yes the first part of the movie is about the first part of the band pandemic we were manipulated as a people there's all sorts of things Dis- <laughs> the tangled knows i'm saying disney knows Trump something was mother gothel i mean yeah. i mean it's all there <laughs> it's, it's black and white people oh, yeah open your eyes wake up <laughs> But But, um, she's dreaming of these lanterns and I love all of her paintings. Like they're all, those are so beautiful too. And there's a style to them, Mm -hmm. you know, that it like looks like it was all done by one artist and she's wondering what it's like to go out there to see these lanterns. A quick aside on that, actually, um, the paintings were done by Claire Keane. So that was Glenn Keane's daughter. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. That's really cool. Oh, awesome. That's great. See, Leanne, one of the many reasons we have you for this episode. Now, how old was she when she did this? Do you know? Oh, she was was old. Like, she was like 20-something. Okay, that's what I was saying. saying, Are we talking about an adult here, or is this like a child prodigy? No, no, yeah, child prodigy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. So then we cut to Flynn. And so for the first half of the movie, I don't know if it's half, but for the first section of the movie, it's a lot of back and forth. It's like we're with Mm -hmm. Flynn, seeing what's going on with him. Then it goes back to the tower. So when we cut to Flynn, he's like in this Mission Impossible stunt to get this crown. He like is let down Mm -hmm. by a rope. And the Stabbington brothers are his. Yeah, I noticed that on the wanted poster, too. Yeah, the Stabbington brothers are with him. And I think you're right. The guy with the eye patch never talks. They're twins. There's one with an eye patch. I don't think he speaks. And the other one is voiced by Ron Perlman, the beautiful sultry tones. We then cut. So as he's trying to steal the crown, that's all happening. We go back to Rapunzel. And then this is where we meet Mother Gothel. We've seen her, but now we like really meet who she is. Mm -hmm. And she asks Rapunzel to let down her hair. And Rapunzel is so excited. She's basically bubbling. Like, I'm going to ask her. I'm going to, you know, this is the day. Like, I'm turning 18. This is the moment I'm going to ask her. Can I leave the tower to go see these lanterns? And this is Leanne when you said Mother Gothel is basically her Uber Eats, which is not well, I was far one, from the truth. I was wondering if she showed up, um, how often she yeah, showed Ryan up. Yeah, Ryan was wondering if she only confused. showed up on her birthday, but it's like she does, she brings her food and like, obviously, she seems to age quickly. So I, it seems like when she's, because when she comes back, she has gray hair, like strands, but it's not a lot on some of the times, the longer she's away from Rapunzel. Yeah, so, I have a lot of questions about mother gothel's day-to-day including like (laughs) is she using her like is she just so vain or does she go out and see gentlemen callers like what's the story about on the town i think she's vain because she looks at her she can't look at herself in the mirror way later on when she's just if she's just leaving to get her food like what is the rest of her day i think she's got another home somewhere i don't think that she stays overnight with rapunzel maybe when she was little little but we need the the mother gothel i need more info about her so she just her her various real estate holdings yeah there are so (laughs) many there are so many lines that just like dig and like hit my soul and one of them is here where she asks like 
something with the hair and she's like well you do it and Rapunzel says well I do it every day she's like yes you do so why does it take you so long like yeah. it's all these like comments that like are sing songy she has this way of delivery Donna Murphy was fantastic in this yeah. role mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. this as Mother Gothel but she has this way of like oh I was just kidding and she says that a lot I was just kidding or I love you so much or after it's like ba- yeah. not even backhanded compliments because they're actual insults that she gives her at times and then tries to like follow it up with love well there's the part where she says I love you so much I love you the most and kisses her hair like doesn't kiss yeah. her yeah yes yes yeah. uh and she closes the window and like because Rapunzel asks and she says no and this is I love this song Mother Knows Best is a I think is a very good song um but everything gets dark because mm-hmm. she's telling her no you can't go out there and, and listen list- listing all the things that'll get her one of which I want to talk about this because I've heard people say this one of which is quicksand did y'all think quicksand like have y'all ever seen quicksand is quicksand just in movies yeah like yeah yeah. the only time I've ever seen quicksand is in a movie or when I've googled quicksand and like there's this meme going around that's like I thought quicksand would be a much bigger (laughs) issue like yeah in life I I feel like you know, uh, Warner Brothers cartoons and mm, like that's Princess true. Bride had quicksand. Like yeah. it's everything is quicksand, and I'm like, I've n- like I've never heard of anyone getting stuck in quicksand. Yeah. Like I don't know. Anyway, but the other thing she says is men with pointy. <laughs> I thought that would that would stir more conversation. <laughs> no, but apparently I agree. Not. Okay, I agree with you. We don't really have any. Exam- no, I, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. If you've got quicksand thoughts out there, remember seven zero seven yo trpd one. Give us a call. <laughs> Uh, but she mentions men with pointy teeth, which you that get a real f- kick out of. And like she paints it on the ground. Men with pointy teeth. Yes. And that comes back later, too. Yes. But uh, this line, like, dug into me. Getting kind of chubby because I love you. Like, it rhymes better than I just yes. did it. But that's another example of, like... She's, like, telling that she's fat. insult, but then, like, trying to follow it up with love. And it's just, like, so, so ugly. But she gives off such a good Bernadette Peters vibe here. And we were saying it's essentially the same character in Bernadette, Into the Wits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that, that's like uh, like three different witches. Because, I mean, that yes, was in the in the, in the, in the, in the, in the comics. I'm still coming out of our Batman episode. In the uh, fairy tales, it's just a witch. Yes, it's a witch. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I think Donna Murphy, I'd be interested if what her influences were. Because, especially this song, but throughout... I was feeling like a little bit of that similarity, but yeah, her digs are like so intense each time they happen. Um, And then she leaves Rapunzel. So she basically is like, mother knows best. You're not leaving this tower. Peace out. And (laughs) I knew you were going to say peace out. (laughs) (laughs) So then it cuts back to Flynn. He's being chased. That's where we notice the Stabbington brother's name. And he leaves them and takes the satchel, which has the crown in it. And this is where we were introduced to probably the best character, which is Maximus. Oh, he's your favorite? Okay. I I don't know that Uh, he's my favorite, but he's... Very he's totally good. Mine. Yeah. Yeah. He's so, so good. And Leanne, I wanted you to talk here because I wrote a note. You were saying that horses are hard to animate. So I just kind uh, of like wanted you to like maybe share your thoughts or like what you were impressed at what they did in this um, because of that. Yeah. I mean, you know, you look at the like horses in general, they, they're, they're very complex uh, creatures with like, you know, their four legs. And mm-hmm. Not only not only that, but just even the structure of how their legs move and how like they carry their weight. Like mm-hmm. I find them far more complex than your usual quadruped. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, 
I, I think that's also from personal experience. I, I've animated horses and it's so hard. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I think what, what was super impressive with Maximus was he was such a standout character too. Like usually you have these horses and they tend to just be like always a sidekick character that just gets ridden on you know Mm -hmm. like they don't really have much personality they don't really have much to them but even the timing of his expressions his glances like you could totally tell what he was thinking yes yeah because he's another one that doesn't talk they do him like a dog like Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of dog comedy in a good way yeah yes and then i think he moves from He's quick. Position to position really quickly in a way that's yeah. very amusing. Yeah. You know we what? Tend- oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, usually with characters that tend to be, like, more comedic, they will give them snappier posing and, like, mm-hmm. timing just to really sell that physical humor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it worked really well for him. He reminded me of, I don't remember the character in Home on the Range, that horse. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s. Yes, but oh. I. But he's so much better. But I feel like it's a version like they amped up that version, and mm-hmm. the character is different. But there were moments more later on when they're with the water well and the dam, the water wheel and the dam. There were moments where I was getting like flashbacks to that horse and that character a little bit. But you yeah, know, Maximus is so so good. Yeah, you know who he also reminded me of was um the horse from Sleeping Beauty as well. Oh yeah. Prince Philip's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Prince Philip's horse. Like, he was only there for, like, short bits, but then every time they showed their interactions, it had, like, quite a connection. That's true. Yeah, they did have a really good connection. I was looking at my phone to see if Donna Murphy had done into the woods ever and she Had has she? not no she's apparently oh. it's on broadway right now which but i didn't know multi- but your sister's at it currently like well was at it earlier tonight but uh, into the woods on oh is that what she's yeah they're in see. new york um but yeah i i'm obsessed with that show i love that show uh <laughs> But well, that's a Disney movie. We could do that for the podcast. Sometimes. I would love to do that. Put that on the list. I mean, granted, <laughs> the movie version is I like. The, I iffy, like. Yeah. yeah, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's not iffy. I just like the stage production better. But mm-hmm, that's okay. Tangent we didn't need. Okay, so, <laughs> cut this out. Cut this out. Uh, so then we go to this whole action sequence with him and Maximus, and Maximus is trying to get the crown. Cece has it, and it like daintily falls onto this tree limb that is like extended over like a very. Mm-hmm. Uh, a cliff with like a very like a cartoonishly large cliff. Yeah, kind of like Impossibly uh, Emperor's large. New Groove, but yes. they're not over water. And then they they fall. Did you think uh, Flynn gave a goofy holler? It sounded like oh, I didn't hear. It wasn't the oh. goofy holler, but it sounded like the way he yelled, like he was trying to do one. I'd have to like go back and hear okay. it, but I should, I should point it that's out. That's okay. Uh, but he stumbles upon the tower mm-hmm. as he is getting up. He, you can kind of see how it, she's hidden it. And so he, you couldn't really find it unless it was an accident like this, right. or you knew where you were going. And he climbs; he takes two arrows, and he's like, Ugh, "I know." He, I wanted to see just a shirtless shot of him because he had to have like biceps and pecs. <laughs> My God, yeah. like you know, like when he spoiler gets stabbed at the end, it should have just she should have pulled out the knife and it was just bent. <laughs> Uh, from his abs of steel but this is where i made the comment about i love how creative they find so many uses with her hair Mm -hmm. so many things like within the tower and just in the world like Mm -hmm. when she because she saves flynn a couple different times with her hair and there's just so many but it feels natural it feels like it's supposed to be that way right Mm -hmm. i think they there's a lot of thought put into what the hair is doing in every scene yeah 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 and it shows i think for sure yeah 
so she finds the crown. She tries it on. She has like this moment, like looking at herself in the mirror. And then um Gothel comes back. Well, she hits him with the frying pan first, right? Did that all happen? She's in the in the in the in the wardrobe by in the that wardrobe. point. She's trying to figure out what to do, and then Gothel yeah. comes back and she tries to to say there's someone here, and Gothel just interrupts her and runs her over and says Well, Gothel's like, I've brought a surprise. It's hazelnut yes. soup, your favorite. And yeah, and she's basically cutting her off at every point. And this is the other thing she says that gets me. She goes, leaving after a fight when I've done, I hate leaving after a fight after I've done absolutely nothing wrong. Ugh. <laughs> like, there are so many moments like that that just like hit my soul. Mother Gothel's leverage, I think, is like what hits me the hardest. Mm-hmm. She has so much control over Rapunzel and it's the way she says things and it's the way that she thinks I don't know that she thinks it's coming out of love. I don't know that Mother Gothel has I the capacity to love, but she. I think she thinks maybe maybe she maybe. doesn't. She think, might but she be miss. Yeah, I, I almost feel like this is how she thinks she's loving someone, but not like but it's not so at all. Twisted yeah, it's so twisted. Yeah. I think Rapunzel is a necessary evil that comes with the hair that Mother Gothel loves. That yeah yeah but yeah the it's just the leverage and it's just the way she the delivery again Donna Murphy is fantastic at this but. This is when Mother Gothel's had enough of her asking about the tower and she basically explodes and she's like, you're never leaving ever. Like she makes it very clear that this will never be a conversation again. You are not allowed to leave. And then she says, well, great. Now I'm the bad guy. It's another one that got me. I was like, oh, I was like, yeah. you created all of this, Mother Gothel. But she Rapunzel's very clever. Like for as much as she's been sheltered, her coming up with the idea to be like, well, Mother, you know, this is a better gift for my birthday. I would really love that white paint that's made from shells. I mean, this probably isn't the first time she's manipulated Gothel, but just not to these ends. Well, Gothel manipulates her so hardcore that you got to wonder if some of it, like yeah. even if it's subconsciously rubs off like a little bit. But she mm. also is like, I have this guy in this wardrobe and like now I want to know more about this. I need you to leave the tower. But mm-hmm. I just thought that that was an interesting way to send her. And then this is where you asked about what does Mother Gothel do? We kind of went into that already, but like yeah, yeah, her yeah. beauty. What's her day to day? I kept it running track because I thought it would be more, but Rapunzel hits Flynn with the frying pan three times. I thought it would be more oh. than three, but well, three. I mean, he suffers a lot of head trauma in this he movie. He yeah. a lot of head trauma. The time. Yeah. Uh, he hits, Rapunzel hits herself once. And then when Flynn fights with it, I gave him five, but he knocks out a bunch of guards. And then he has the sword and frying pan fight with Maximus later mm-hmm. on. But, oh, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, the next part is when he's tied to the chair with her hair, which is quite a thing to wake up to. And every time he comes to, it's because Pascal has stuck his tongue in his ear. Yeah. So it's quite the wake up. Um, but he tries his charm on Rapunzel. It doesn't work. And she thinks, she's like confused by it. Yeah, she doesn't get it. And her she, reactions are so good. Like, that's the thing about her is they made her so relatable. Yes. But so naive, but like whip smart, like naive, but also like picked up things. And she's fast. educated. Like she and she talks about reading books and stuff. But yeah. like she's, she's like three books. That's well, the th- I, I thought I'm about wondering this. if Mother Gothel like brings her things from her travels whenever she goes wherever she's, she's she goes. Boinking a ma- uh, librarian. And that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I just I just my thought is if Mother Gothel brought her more books, like kept her just lousy with books and things to do, there's a chance she might have gotten away with it. That's all I'm saying. Oh, but giving her like I only have three books I don't know what to do like 
Get this oh, girl. Oh, she's bored. Get a, I see yeah, what she's, you're saying. Like, the whole thing okay. about the first mm-hmm. song, I was like, oh, we'll just get her more stuff. Like, yeah, if she was should, more entertained, she'd be distracted. That's what I'm saying. She's out of the, the thing. Go get more stuff. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> but she's, bu- she's busy with her gentleman callers. I, I mean, know. That, yeah. that must be it. <laughs> I mean. Uh, so, <laughs> so Rapunzel thinks that Flynn's there for her hair because that's what she's always been told. She has mm-hmm. to protect this gift. And... Uh, he she then sees the crown or she knows about the crown in the satchel and basically proposes a trade if you take me to see these lanterns that happen every year i will give you this crown and uh she sings the reprise when will my life begin when she comes down because eventually that's what happened they Mm -hmm. go back and forth and then she does leave the tower for the first time and i loved there were a couple zoom in shots where you can see the freckles on her nose which i thought were Mm -hmm. so sweet and then leanne you were saying how much you loved her being barefoot in the grass like all of those moments they did a great job like like animating toes you hardly see that in like yeah in movies you know like there, we there's do so see much a lot detail. of feet in this one we see the guy later in the snuggly duckling with six toes she's barefoot we see flynn's foot when his boot is taken off yes yeah and it's, they're all expressive it, it kind of blows my mind the detail they went down to, to like just show all that stuff like yeah from freckles to toes you know and, yeah uh, yeah yeah i love it that should be the tagline for this episode, from freckles to toes. <laughs> but um, you were saying that the reprise of When Will My Life Begin really had that part of your world, the major I want vibes that we mm-hmm. always talk about uh, with a princess song. And it very much did in that moment. And Also how much easier it is to um, animate a spin around in CGI. Oh, yes, that's true. <laughs> then in part of your world, yeah. Hand animated, yeah. Uh, but then we cut to all of her emotions she feels guilty about leaving she's happy about leaving like this scene even if it's you, a really good encapsulation a, of the comedy of this yes and it would be a great mm-hmm. one to just watch on youtube yeah. to just watch it to just it's so good because it's you're relating to her but she's also kind of exaggerated flynn is in every shot he's looking always like, in the are, background like, not like like upset but just like are you done like are we good Can yeah we, you know, yeah like Get it out. Get it out of your system. Mm-hmm. And Leanne, you said something here, too, about her being more human than most of the other Disney princesses, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, y- you really get a sense of, like, usually the princesses tend to have, they're, they're almost perfect sometimes, you know? Like, yeah. Or, you know, they, they don't have a lot of flaws. But with her, you know, she's she's a bit of a recluse, you know? She hasn't gotten out much, you know? You can tell by just the way she behaves out in the open. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then now she's, like, kind of, like, you know, she's been so manipulated by Mother Gothel without knowing that she's now having like these really bad feelings, you know, that like yeah. well, a normal like, human, you know. Well, like Ariel like, never feels bad about leaving. No. No. She never looks back until like Ursula turns her dad into a polyp. Is that what we decided I they're called? I think that's what we decided. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, you know, there's a lot of them like, I got to do this and I got to leave everything behind. And like Mother Gothel's legitimately, you can tell she's manipulated her and, and Rapunzel. Oh, the emotional abuse is strong. The, Rapunzel yeah. is that like, hold. that's the whole feeling bad thing is like, yeah. she's, you know. She's feeling guilty and she shouldn't. Like she's being made to exactly. feel guilty. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. like deeply rooted in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then i also would started talking about the detail on the frying pan and we noticed this like through everything like the water there's one point where the water like sparkles like the way that they got the sun on the water and the detail on the frying pan the detail of every individual strand of everyone's hair not just rapunzel's but like mother gothel and flynn they just did such a good job we then come back to max come back to maximus he's on the trail he gets spooked 
uh, by Mother Gothel or other way around. But that's how Mother Gothel realizes it's a king's horse, like it's a palace horse. She freaks out and goes back to the tower. And this is where she runs back and there are steps, listeners. <laughs> if you've not seen this movie, there are steps. She's been hiding them from Rapunzel, and that's another thing. I didn't thing. do it. Why are you looking at me I'm like that? Saying, I, didn't, I didn't put those the steps The first time there. I watched it, when I saw that there were steps, I about lost my oh, mind. Because I didn't think yeah. about how she was going to get up in the tower. I thought she just realized Rapunzel's not there and leave, mm-hmm. right? I didn't think she'd... Ugh, it just shows like how the, the hate runs deep. I love to hate Mother Gothel, I feel like. But... Um, she finds the crown that's hidden, and so this now sets her on this path to try to find. She also Rapunzel. finds the wanted poster that Flynn took. Like Flynn, like I pointed out, Flynn took everything you would need to understand to catch up on the story. <laughs> yeah, and in put the it satchel. In satchel. Yes. So then they go to the Snuggly Duckling, which I love the name for that place. Rapunzel starts saying, "There are so many ruffians out there. I have to avoid." Oh, and yes. Flynn's like, "Ruffians, you say? Let's go to lunch." He keeps trying to, which Get- I guess is manipulative in its own way. He scare keeps her off. trying, <laughs> yeah, trying to scare her about the real world so she'll go back to the tower and give I him mean, the crown. He tries a manipulator like twice and it's so amateur it's compared weak. to what she yeah. used to. <laughs> yeah yeah and i don't think she's even it's like bush league yeah <laughs> so they go to lunch and the ruffians at first scare her and he sees the wanted poster and that's when they're like oh we can turn him in for a profit and then she <laughs> starts singing the song i've she got goes, a dream she goes don't any of you have any dreams and then the one guy with the hook end comes up he's like i had a dream once and then yes. they all start singing I don't want to I jump ahead, but like, this is my favorite yeah, song. I thought 100%. you'd love this. Because um, she says, find your humanity. Yeah. And then it starts then into this song. they sing a song and then she does her song. And they're like, that's great. And then they try to get Flynn to sing. And his is like, I want to be rich and have my own island. And they're like, that stinks. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. And then they keep being going. A, a realist. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, but then the guards come in for Flynn because they did go get the guards. Someone right. went to get the guards while this song is going on. But the song, you really just need to watch it. There's so many good moments. We did spot Pinocchio. So he does. Oh, you, you, and he's you know pretty he's prominent there. He's, if you're yeah, looking for him. Uh, but yeah, it's just, so, it's really good. So Hookhand shows him a, a, a way out. I think this is what he says. Secret he goes, passageway. Secret passageway out. And he's like, go live your dream. <laughs> I just love him. Go. They're so like the trope turning over. Yes. You know, like go live your dream. And she's like, thanks. And he, oh no, Flynn goes, thanks. I will. And he goes, not you. Your dream stinks. <laughs> yes, <he's- laughs> so and then, good. And then she There's kisses him. There's a lot him. of humor in this film. I feel like. I, I don't know why this like I love that she kissed him like not in a way that was like he was just like but he was cheek. just so like like I like I like in movies when a a pretty young girl kisses someone and they're like not like oh you know but they're I just like it was taken kind, by it was it. kindness it was kindness I feel like who shows that who who shows hook hand kindness but it's like, I think it's a little more a than kindness like oh shucks it's you know yeah. i love it i just i just like that and i would like I, more kissing i guess <laughs> uh but then it kind of lets them out in this uh water wheel like where this dam is and oh, uh bleep that out oh no <laughs> uh and this is one of the times where rapunzel winds up saving flynn during mm-hmm. this whole sequence but as this is happening we're seeing Mother Gothel pick up on what's going on. She observes mm-hmm. what's going on in the Snuggly Duckling, and she threatens oh. Cupid. When the Cupid guy comes, he's like, "Somebody <laughs> get me a glass, cause I just found a tall drink of water." And then like, Leanne I was, was like, "There you go, Ryan. That's who that's, she's seeing. That's who she's seeing. <laughs> that's that's the 
level of slim pickings out yeah, there. No kidding. Uh, but yeah, so that's all happening, and um, she winds up saving Flynn, and then the horse—he doesn't break the dam on purpose, right? I thought that's what he's doing, but what he's doing—he's trying to get across a ravine, but he pulls yes. out a beam to do that, and that's what breaks the bam dam. But the we, Stabbington brothers are there. They're like. The Rapunzel is the saving him. The guards are there the guards as well. There. Everybody's trying to get him. Rapunzel saves them both, and they go. They get stuck in this slowly filling cave of but water. Before that, Leanne mentioned. I thought it was just a cool comparison. I don't know what it's called, but when Flynn goes oh, Tarzan. down, he's going down like a flume. That's yeah. it. Yeah, like a flume. It has that Tarzan movement, yeah, and the, it's cool to skating. see things that they've used but then advance it that's what i always love about like watching these films chronologically is like picking up on things like that it's it's funny too because like like again like (laughs) there's so many like imprints even though like um glenn keen didn't like direct it at the end you know like he animated tarzan you know so and then like it's all these like little yeah so it's really funny to just see that sort of like i I, i'm kind of curious if it came out of like because he, he came on as a consultant afterwards, and uh, I wonder if that came in in the feedback or if someone was just doing it as an homage, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, it would be interesting, interesting, yeah, to know that. Um, and just that his presence is there subconsciously or or very conscious, right? Like, it's probably both. Yeah. There was yeah. a, there was a thing on the uh, making of that I saw where they showed a bunch of Disney's characters' hair only, and you were supposed to guess who they were. Oh, my gosh, I love that. And Tarzan was one of them. That was one I didn't get. Mm. Um Ooh, I might have to do that. I'm I'm wondering Hmm. if uh, I might do that on the Facebook pages, take out some people's. Yeah, that'd be fun. See what I can do. Uh, But you were saying the next part is they get stuck. So all this water pushes them into, I guess, a cave. Yeah, it's like a little a little cave. Yeah, and, and the water starts. They start flooding, and she basically breaks down and starts crying. Like this is all my fault. Well, I should have never left. Flynn keeps diving and going. I can't tell. Find a way out. It's pitch black down there. Yeah, and then they start revealing things to each other. Like Flynn's like, my name's L- Eugene, Eugene Fitzherbert. Fitzherbert. <laughs> so good. And then she goes, well, my hair is magic and it glows when I sing. And then they're both like, it glows when you sing. And yeah. she starts singing. And then it glows and they Lights find up a way the out. Lights up the water, yeah, finds yeah. a way out. And then this is also, uh, I think this is when, oh no, Gothel comes in first. So Gothel's waiting at the exit. She was told yeah, they where- They get out and then the Stabbington brothers- Yeah, they get out of the exit. So she thinks Rapunzel's going to come there mm-hmm. and it's not the case. So now she's observing, she's listening before she um, talks to them. She realizes who they're looking for. And so she just throws the crown at their feet. She- she, yeah, she's like, she I manipulates can give you, them. She manipulates them. And yeah. she comes up with a plan that has a payoff way later. Yes. Pretty you, fast. Yeah. Like, she's very impressive. crafty. Yes. Um, but it's basically like, yeah, you can take the crown, but I also can give you something that's worth this much money. It's like a thousand something, but also like something that's even more worth your wild. And we find out later, she tells them about Rapunzel's hair. Yes. And so it's this whole like multi-step plan, but we, the viewer, are not super aware of every step in the plan just yet. We'll get to that later. Yeah. So, um, and then the most important thing is they can get revenge on Flynn, which is what they really want. So then this is where she's like, my hair doesn't just glow. And then she shows him how it would heal because he gets a cut on his hand. hand. And uh, she's like, you know, no one can find out. This gift has to be protected. So she goes into all of that as to why she's been... 
uh, why she's kept that secret to herself. And then Flynn reveals that he was an orphan, orphan with nothing. And that's kind of why his dream is he wants to be alone with all this money on an island. Well, yeah, he read a book about somebody. And, and the important thing I think and is Flynn interesting. And Flynn Rider was the name yeah. of the character. And she's like, well, is he a thief? And he goes, well, no. I think that's interesting that he's like, what he took from that was like, he had all this money. Yeah. yeah. He didn't need to be a thief. So he's like, I'll just do that. Yeah. And, and he adopts this this persona from mm-hmm. it. Uh, then Mother Gothel is in the shadows and he goes to get firewood and she just appears and Rapunzel's like, how did you know I was here? And there's this whole conversation that goes back. And then she says, I mean, just complete and utter betrayal. She's like I, laying it on. How'd you find me? Yes. I, I just followed the smell of complete and utter Ugh. betrayal, which oh, I thought was actually a pretty funny line, but yeah. apparently I'm not allowed to say things I like about Mother no, Gothel. No, no, they're all... I, like I said, I love to hate her. She is a very good villain, but like she just hits me at my core in a very Mm. different way than a lot of other villains. But yeah, I wrote down those lines because they're very impactful and there's a humor to Mother Gothel Mm -hmm. too, just a little bit darker. Um, But this is where Rapunzel's like, I think he likes me. And then she sings the Mother Knows Best reprise and she says, why? some notes that are even better in this one, I think. Why would would he like you? You've made up this romance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then this is where Rapunzel kind of stands up to her a little bit here. And... um, Leanne, you were saying this kind of reminded you of the of Ursula's song, yeah, a bit in yeah. this reprise. And she goes, she throws the crown at Rapunzel's feet and is like, "Well, put him to the test with the crown. He's just going right. to take it and run." And we find out later that's all part of Mother Gothel's plan is I, to per- her to perceive that Flynn has taken the crown and ran with it. Again, I was shocked that Mother Gothel had no magical abilities. Yeah, I actually think that's what makes her really good as an like it's a villain interesting. and it's i think it makes her more like choice. a real person well, which I, makes it yeah. worse i think it makes right? the whole world interesting that there's nothing magical in this world other than her hair and maybe like like the, the animals don't talk i mean yeah. yeah they can communicate but like they don't have like yeah it's, they're it's not fascinating it's yeah. an interesting choice yeah. i love yeah. it because uh it really shows her need for rapunzel and it's like parasitic and she doesn't like you know, Ooh. realize how much she really, really needs Rapunzel. And the way she has to do it is by manipulating her, you know? Yeah. Like that's her. Parasitic yeah. is an excellent descriptor. It is very, yeah, very much so. Gold star for Leanne. <laughs> uh, I have... How... If you oh, can't, can't is, read it, we skip no, the notes. No, 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 I got it. No, no I know what it is. Next no, 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 no. Leanne, you were wondering how kids interpret Mother Gothel. And I'd oh, be curious yeah. as well. So listeners, if you've watched this with your children out there, um, I think Ben is a little too young yet for this one. Yeah, but, um, I think you would actually say it's scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could, yeah. yeah. So I am curious for those of you with kids who have watched it, I'm, I'm curious what your kids pick up on with Mother Gothel and, you know, do they gravitate? not gravitate towards her because I liked Maleficent and stuff as a kid. I wonder if I would have liked Mother Gothel as a kid. No, I, I don't, don't think I, I would have. I bet kids just think she's mean and she's like kind of very healy in the like, Yeah, you know, and I think it also has to do with the fact that the female protagonist is so interesting and, 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 strong. and strong. That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of the princesses are not quite as strong, not, not strong against in the those villains. Buffy feminist way of just, yeah. I kick butt, therefore I'm a strong woman. Like mm-hmm. she's an interesting character who has feelings and you can relate to as opposed to in Sleeping Beauty, like Sleeping Beauty is just kind of the thing that's in, like the, the spindle wheel is slightly less... <laughs> 
has slightly less agency. You're going to get you're going to get some hateful phone calls. Um, Aurora's fine. I think Aurora is a more interesting character because of what people put on her and, and things like that. But we've come a long way. Yeah, 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 we've come but a long I, way. I, I wanted to also point out here something we we haven't really been keen into. Mother Gothel's hair is getting grayer every time we yes. see her. She's, yeah. she's getting wrinkles. Well, she's and it doing looks all this like stuff. they do the individual strands gray, which makes it look so real. And that's something, too, yeah. when we get to Encanto, everyone's hair in Encanto. I could, like, literally talk forever. It's so, so good. Tara's seen Encanto five times? I've seen it a lot. I love uh, it. You got it's sick so around that time, and you watched I it, had like, sur- on a loop. Yeah, I had surgery, and yeah. so it was one of my, like, oh. make-me-feel-better movies. But, mm-hmm. um... But yeah, because they do that in Encanto with the hair because it's just more advanced. But Mother Gothel's like, she has the strands like when you get gray hair and they're like kind of like a little bit out there and they are not like fitting Mm -hmm. in with the rest of your hair. Again, it's just very realistic. Yeah. They also like, um, I noticed like, like the chin started becoming a little softer, like to kind of show like the neck. Yeah. Yeah. Like like, to age her. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, so good. Uh, but it's then, like it's like looking at all of my profile pictures very quickly. Oh, jeez. Uh, so the so Maximus shows up, and Rapunzel comes, and this is where we were talking about how she really treats him like a dog here. Mm-hmm. Well, because uh, she's like sit, and he sits, and then she starts like petting his head, and like. I don't know that, that Maximus had lady energy, but for some reason, since the very beginning, I kept thinking of lady when I saw yeah. him. So when he's sitting there perfectly still, except for his tail going, I know, that is a that very me, our dog that's thing. Our dog, our dog thing will sit sure. there and stare she at you. She has a little propeller tail. And then you go, her tail's cricket. I, I'll make a little like thing like I'm going to chase her, and all she does is her tail just goes, Otherwise, there is no other movement. But then she also says, "Nobody appreciates you, do they?" Like she's so good, and Flynn is so annoyed. I love. (laughs) I I thought Maximus was Flynn's horse going into this. Mm. Like had no idea. Like I thought there was like he's actually the Terminator. Yeah, they they were. They I thought they were going to be buddies. They were like a pair from the start. Yeah, I love that they do not like. Like there's Mm. a there's a you know there they have an advancement of their. their relationship. relationship yeah i yeah it's really good but rapunzel comes up with this kind of quick i think as well she's like you know i need you to not capture him i need him to get me to these lanterns i'm so mm-hmm. close just wait 24 hours then you can chase each other to your heart's content right <laughs> i love it mm-hmm. and so they make a deal they shake on it they hear the bells from the castle and then this is that marketplace scene and mm-hmm. this is also so beautifully it's a great done scene. you have a horse question is what i wrote in my notes so do you remember what it was <laughs> I remember now. <laughs> Listeners, this right, is why this is, I take detailed notes. Now, now this is going to be another thing where, like the quicksand thing, where I, I hope for there to be more <laughs> comment, but it could crickets. just die in the water real quick. Would you guys rather fight uh, one, one horse-sized duck or 20 duck-sized horses? One horse-sized duck, so a duck that's very big. A duck that's the size <laughs> of a horse. Really or, or, or a bunch of small 20 horses. small horses. I think 20 small horses. Now, is it the number? Should I increase the number? Um. Well, maybe. Yeah, if you increase the number, I might change my mind. Like 50? Like, I'm trying to think what equals... A horse-sized duck? A horse-sized duck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what about a hundred? How about a hundred? I'm thinking like a giant rubber ducky, so a horse-sized duck... No, I'm talking a duck. 
And ducks aren't that mallard. aggressive. But ducks aren't. Excuse me. If you were, if you found yourself the size of a horse suddenly and you're usually the size of a duck, I think all of a sudden aggression would come into the situation. I think the multiple ones I would. It seems like you have a different, you would no, rather No, I would fight, fight the one. multiple ones, but okay. I was trying to make that a better question. Again, another yeah. hypothetical from Ryan that just... <laughs> Uh, crash and burn okay this one, has been ryan's crash and burn segment for this <laughs> one thing you really got a kick out of talking about the humor is flynn sees all the girls braiding hair oh my god they're yeah. like well, sisters well, maybe or friends they, i think they're sisters because they're all Rapunzel redheads walks in and everyone starts stepping on her hair and they're like we're gonna have to carry it around and flynn looks over and there's these four girls in one of those lines where yeah, they're all braiding the each other's hair and he goes, hey. And they all look and he just kind of like. They were so excited when they saw faces, all her hair. <laughs> that was the thing. It was like. <gasps> like they were so happy. That's yeah. what was so funny to me. And then they're like them doing the big thing is kind of funny and making this one big braid, which I think is her look for Disney World and stuff like yeah, that. It's beautifully but, done but too her, with all the flowers. Uh, yeah. But like those kids face of like looking so excited it's like that scene from thor ragnarok where he like realizes the hulk is the oh yes the hulk like, is yes! Yeah. so excited like, that's what it felt him. like yeah uh but this is where she sees the shrine for the lost princess it's kind of this mosaic tiled um piece and a uh, little boy is like oh this is a flower for the princess and sets it down underneath the mosaic and then this is where ryan says this is the nicest kingdom until we get to the part where we realize that they hang their thieves <laughs> yeah the justice system is the only you, thing it was which, a quick turn you know for maybe you. it's a it's a it's a, it's it's a propaganda piece where we're saying that like <laughs> oh, hard no. justice is what comes down is what you need i to- mean yeah their child got stolen like hang yeah, all thieves right that's like, right that's a really good i mean there's a difference between a kidnapper and a thief like (laughs) however i guess that's true also yeah at this point in time the last thing they've had from their daughter has just been stolen from them too not that they know and flynn they know that flynn took the crown so i will say i think it's weird that they were gonna hang him like they could have redone that scene where he has to escape from jail pretty easily and without showing the gallows it was the one thing where i was like that seems harsh in this movie where everyone's walking around town being like this is the best village like i don't know i think like flynn holding kind of by his neck when he's like the guard says it's time and he does that was dark enough that i don't know that we needed to necessarily see those gallows Mm -hmm. but yeah uh but he has not been kidnapped yet uh she starts a dance it's this whole like really joyous occasion happening and then uh he takes her on this boat and she's kind of wondering why and he's like oh you need to have the perfect view for this and he gives max and he's now calling a max and gives him a bushel of apples like mm-hmm. this whole and bag max of is apples ticked because i paid for them don't worry yeah and so uh this is where like my heart just broke for the king and queen. Like they oh, got that, so much emotion mm-hmm. across in this with no dialogue. Lines. Yeah, Those they don't speak really at all. Not, I mean, that is really powerful in an animated film. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah, like, less is more. Yes, especially with the way that they did that with both of them. What I, I don't know if we actually said. So it cuts to the. They're going to start the ceremony, the lanterns. Yes, and it's showing the queen get ready, and she turns and looks at the king, and the king Ugh. just looks depressed he's got like a tear coming down yeah his and face. i think she's trying to like not like ignore the fact but be like put on a you know she's come trying on. to be the strong one at we this moment this, and i'm like, sure in mm-hmm. other years the roles reversed right, and he was right, right, the strong right. one yeah I mean, but, maybe maybe not but it's just i don't yeah. I, I don't want the the listener here which if you've gotten this far and you haven't watched tangled go watch tangled yeah um but like i don't want them to think that like 
she's flippant or just kind of like, oh, let's do this. Like, no, she's got concern. No, like, they're again, both holding so much and their so, grief. So little. Yeah, 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 like they're they're just like he's just not doing as well in this moment. Yeah, and so this is where I see the light. The song happens, and um, it, I started getting. I wept. I teared up. Mm-hmm. I didn't like full out sob. When it starts with the one lantern, and then it's if you're so, wor- worried that Tara didn't sob during this movie, don't worry. Just wait. Happens later. Uh, but <laughs> I want to talk about the lanterns in a minute. But the part where that really got me emotionally is that Flynn has two lanterns for them. Like he brought two lanterns along so they could also add to it. But Leanne, you were talking about like, and I think Ryan was too about how much of a nightmare it must have been for the animators. Like as beautiful oh, as it yeah. came out, but how there must have been so many frustrating moments the- throughout. That. There are people who worked on this movie who look at that scene instead of seeing this powerfully beautiful scene, see, yeah. you know, two weeks of failed render builds. Because and there were over like, 45,000 lanterns yeah, in that yeah. scene. So, yeah. It's, yeah. I also, and like one small thing could totally like just throw it off. Yeah. <laughs> just like all they see is the red text of like your build has failed. Yeah. Um, I... Uh, I also think it's really cool that like the way they handled Flynn coming around to falling in love with Rapunzel felt very real. And I also like that it wasn't that like he, I, I think part of the reason I didn't watch this movie is because one, I was like oh, too cool for movies like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like I thought Flynn was it was going to I saw the, the trailers and I was like, oh, it's going to be Flynn going like, I don't like girl. Like I thought he was going to have a Chris from Rainbow Bright and the Star Stealers Ugh. energy. <laughs> But like, you know, um, just be real like, I don't like, I know I'm beyond this. And he's not like that at all. There's not even really a scene where he's like, I have to be a thief as opposed to falling in love with this woman. No, it's just, I think it he feels, feels like, like he's realizing he's falling in love. Yeah, I feel like it has a natural progression, even yeah. though it's it's sped up because it is a Disney movie and, you know, it's only so much time, but it does mm-hmm. feel more of a natural progression. But as the song is happening... Was it you? Yeah, it was you who said this is giving whole new world vibes. Well, he they <laughs> they literally said it's crystal clear, and it sounded like yeah, which I think is a line from Whole New World. It's crystal clear now. I'm in a hole. So I thought I was like, that's where we're going with this, and it did feel like that. They were about to love. kiss, uh, and they don't because he sees the brothers because she at this point. He knows she has the crown on the boat and she's like, I was afraid to give it to you. I wasn't sure. And then this is where they're about to kiss. When she does that, he immediately like is like, okay. And like puts it aside. Yeah, he doesn't he's even like, go okay, for it. Cool. And just keeps going on with like, here's the lanterns. Let's do this. Yeah. Like he's very like, it's, he's a good guy. I like, I like that Flynn Rider character. Yeah. Eugene. He's a good kid. Uh, but he sees the brothers on the shore and so he gets them to shore and he says, I'll be right back. And he starts being weird here. And this is where, you know, the last half of the movie wouldn't happen if he just told her what was going on. Right. But it's only a small, it's not like those things where it's like the whole movie is around like a yes, deception. It's just true. a few moments. Yeah. But it- and he wants to give them the crown back. He's mm-hmm. like very kind of like snarky with them, but is like, here you go. Shouldn't have run from you. And they're like, well, no, we want her hair. Mm-hmm. Like we don't want the crown now. And so, um, they, he, they come over to get her. Yes. And she runs away, but then she hears them get beat up and she comes back around and mother Gothel has hit them both in the head with a, um, tree branch yeah and, and well like, and they said flynn left you oh yeah, there yeah, yeah. He is in i the thought boat. she said it we he traded the crown for your right, hair right and you see a silhouette 
floating away in the boat. Yeah, dri- headed towards the castle. The so she says that, and she's like, come on, we got to get out of here, and they both leave. And Mother Gothel says she saved her, even though she created this yes, whole situation. which is... What what something happened? We'll go. Well, we'll we'll. But she says. Do you remember what happened? That my like mouth was agape. Did you write it down? Where I could not believe. Oh, it yes, was, it's later. It's later. It's it's coming. Yes, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Um, but <laughs> this remember. is where Rapunzel is like, you were right, and I'm just like, because then it fuels Mother Gotha, right? Mm-hmm. Like saying you were right when it's like Mother Gotha's the one that comes all this girl. She d- she doesn't know it yet, but there's a really good moment coming for Rapunzel in a little bit. But he was captured by the guards, and this is where Max becomes aware. Maximus sees that he was tied to the wheel and then Maximus disappears. So mm-hmm. we don't really know where he's going. And back at the tower, the guards, she's taken out yeah. all the flowers out of Rapunzel's hair and says, there, it never happened. Here's another thing. I didn't, I didn't notice the time, but when they come back, she's like, there, it never happened. Mother Gothel's healed. She's back yeah. to, and like, yeah, they, they yeah, never they show sang, you. It's just like, mm-hmm, this yeah, was that the first happened thing. first. It probably yeah. happened on the way back. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So, She's like, I tried to warn you. And then she goes to go make her her soup. And you realize Rapunzel hid the the sun flag mm-hmm. that she got while she was at the castle. And she starts looking at the paintings on the walls. And she starts kind of putting it together that she's been subconsciously painting the sun. And then she has the memory of being a baby and kind of looking up at a mobile and this seeing the sun. This is the, the part sun. where I welled up. I, yeah. I I don't know why it hit me mm-hmm. so hard. But when, it, when they transitioned to the mobile and it was like, oh, my God, you remember. I was like, yeah. <laughs> It was it was very yeah. powerful, and this is where you said, "What is it? Forty P Sherman? Forty two? <laughs> yes, P Sherman. Sherman Forty two all the way. That's what I it was. always. I, don't, I always <laughs> think of that when it's like someone remembers something to be like, yeah. P Sherman Forty two all the way. Yeah, but that's totally what it was. Uh, and then she's like, "I'm the lost princess," and she's so strong and confident here. And Mother Her Gothel's like, "What changes. are you? What are you saying? You know, I hate when you mumble." She like has that whole thing. Oof. And she goes, did I mumble, mother? Oh, it's so good. Like, did I, she's like, if it just, yeah, did I mumble that time? And I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's such a good moment. It's so good. It's so empowering. Yeah. And you're, you are in Rapunzel's corner, like a thousand percent here. Yeah. I was cheering like a football game. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, no, you'll never use me again. Like she stands up for herself. She like is setting boundaries. She's very much mm-hmm. like. No, like taking it back to like that emotional abuse place. Like she yeah. has found her footing and is very much like, no, you're not going to do this to me anymore, which and, is such and, an empowering moment. Yeah, I love how they handled that confrontation. It wasn't like you saw them fighting each other, yeah. like Mufasa and Scar did, or I mean, uh, Simba and Scar did. You know, mm-hmm. like it was like more of a like, it was like a battle of like words, you know, and they yeah. were. Yeah, and it was yeah. like, I'm protecting myself, my emotions, my everything. Like, you're yeah. not going to do this to me anymore. It's so and, good. And then Weather Gothel does the thing that I thought was the most like, the thing I found the most like, oh, you're the villain. Or I don't even know how to describe it, but when she goes, oh, it's okay. You want me to make me the bad guy? Fine. I'll be the bad guy. And then it goes and it dark. cuts to the next scene. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. yeah. And then it goes yeah. to back at the castle. So we don't really know what's going to go on yeah. with Mother Gotham. <laughs> it, could, it could get real dark. Yeah. So <laughs> snugly duckling to the rescue is what I wrote because that's what Max goes and gets. Maximus goes to get all of them and they help I love, save Flynn. I love Paul F. Tompkins here. What's the password? Yes. Always drunk. Yeah. So good. Uh, but basically he catapults they catapult him out of the castle he lands on max and he starts 
Oh, did you want... Uh, nothing. It's not important. Go ahead. Okay. He starts... They go to the tower and he starts climbing and he's calling for Rapunzel and the hair is let down. And mm-hmm. so... Did you think it was Rapunzel letting down the hair in that moment? No, 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 no. Okay. I, I, just I wasn't was like, sure if you were like. I was kind of like suspicious about that. Well, because I because you don't my see mind, her, you just I see thought, the hair. I'm like, how did she get the hair? I was taking the hair from Rapunzel, mm, but then I was yeah. like, well, if it had been taken off, it would be useless now. Yeah, so you're so, like, but yeah, but, yeah. The, but so she's tied to a chair. But she's yeah, she's she's basically she's chained Rapunzel, and, then, and it's Mother Gothel letting down the hair. And then uh, Mother Gothel gives. Uh, Flynn, the old daredevil Electra move, where does anybody know what I'm talking about? Nope. Where no. Bullseye kills Electra by stabbing her with their own. It's, no, but somebody out there will know some, that. There's Bob, Bob is out there right now. He knows exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Maybe Ryan too. But, maybe other Ryan. But earlier, when they have this confrontation and she says no and she pushes Mother Gothel back, she bumps into this mirror, which causes all these shards of glass everywhere. And right. so this, ha- so all of that glass is on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and she stabs Flynn, stabs and then him. she turns to Rapunzel and says, "Look what you've done." Oh, I mm. that. So that's another one yeah. that I'm just like, oh, I underline you because I'm like, yeah, you've uh, it just really got me. So she's like, we're going to get out of here. And Rapunzel I'm going to take like, you somewhere where no one will ever she's like, find I'm going to spend the rest of my life trying to get away from you. There's n- I'm going to fight, fight every you minute. every day. Yeah. And then she's like, unless you let me heal him. Yeah. If you let me save him, I'll go with you. I'll never run. I'll, we'll go back to the way it was. And she says it in such like this mantra of like, I'll give you what you want. Like I'll, mm-hmm. she tries to really impress mm-hmm. on Mother Gothel. Like I will do what you want. Just let me do this one thing. So she goes to heal him, and he's like, "Wait, before we do that," and it looks like he's gonna kiss her, and he just cuts off her hair because he's like, he's like, "You can't do this. You're go-. he you're says gonna you're die. gonna die," and mm-hmm. she's not gonna die, but like her life's be miserable. gonna be, be yeah. miserable. Which I thought well, was interesting. Well, he's seen how much like she's in love with this world that she's just discovered, yeah. and he's like, mm-hmm. now she's just and so not just gonna know prisoner. it. Cuts off yeah. her hair, which. Ugh. I think he could have let himself be healed and then done that. <laughs> but it's, you know, I was kind of like, it's not, huh, as, not quite not as, as emotional. Yes. But I will say it was an amazing sacrifice. It's an interesting that Flynn sacrificed his life in a way that wasn't, I'm going to put myself in harm's way. Yes, he, he was already in harm's way. He's like, I don't want to be resurrected. Like, yeah. you you need to be happy. Yeah, and, and her hair, that this scene too visually, where her hair turns brown slow, and every, it's so good. Well, it, it slows down. It cutting through, you see like it, falling in a very it's it's it, it's something worth going back and watching also i've never had as long of hair as rapunzel's but my hair is springy like rapunzel's so if my hair's longer and i cut it short my hair flips out like hers does mm-hmm. and they got that so good like that's a texture thing that i feel like is probably incredibly hard to do now i i thought it was a great scene i knew she lost her hair at some point oh you did yeah, because the whole thing we were talking about over there in Frozen. Oh, yes. It's I was like, where? And it's her with her brunette Brown hair. hair. Yeah. Like they're, it's um, like the back of their heads, too. So, But this this transformation where Mother Gothel gets older, like very, very it quickly. Was. I want to start using that And she looks into gift. the mirror. She looks into the mirror shard and can't has to look away. She can't look yes. at herself. Well, she covers her face and then Pascal decides to commit homicide. 
He and trips her with Rapunzel's hair. hair that's and she falls out the, the window, and I'm like, oh my God, she's like another Disney character falls from a high height. But when she hits the ground, it's just dust. She's dust. And is she this poops. the part where I lost it? Yes. Because I was is like, where you oh lost my it. God. You didn't see that part. Because I made coming. a joke when it was happening. I go, oh, this is Last Crusade. It was like, really hard for me to like, not say anything. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> it's funny because I have like gifts I use whenever someone says something that makes me feel old. Like yeah. it's, it's Matt Damon morphing into the old guy at the or end. Or it's been 84 years. It's been 80 seven years and then i want to use this mother gothel aging one now yeah it's really good uh and then when someone says something like what's what like someone asked what's hey dude i don't know why i just thought of that one someone says something like oh no i'm a million years oh, like someone yeah. says something oh. yeah. i don't uh, know why hey dude was my reference i don't know anyway. why that was your it's reference late. but uh so <laughs> She then says, you were my new dream. And he says, you were mine too. And I, then I lost it. Oh, yeah. Basically sobbing. Yeah. And her tear, she, he's, he has passed at this point. She's holding him. And her tear lands on his face. And we realize that like the magic is still in her and it heals him. And it's interesting you said, like, I said, I wonder how she gets her hair back, blah, 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 in the series. I don't know if we said this on the air. Um, but I, you said, oh, well, she's apparently got more magic in her. It's interesting because to me that tear was like either like the 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 powers that be being like, well, we'll give you this one anyway. No, or like well, that was the last bit of magic. I don't, I, I don't know why. For some reason I didn't read that she was still magical. And well, I think that's a perfectly decent reading. Yeah, I just, for me it's like, well, the mother had the flower, mm-hmm. which like was the miracle to have her live. And she was a part of her mother. And it seems like she got the magic. So it mm-hmm. seems like that's the magical piece. It's more than her hair. It's Rapunzel. Yeah, it's I, magical. That's how I read it, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But and Rapunzel kisses him, which I really like. Like she, yeah, she goes for yeah. it, which is great. And then they go to the castle and it's happily ever after. I mean, if there's anything specific, but I know we've been I, talking for I a think, while. I so. think <laughs> she goes back and they see her family. Yes. And they oh, hug. Such and a good then, moment. Like the mom reaches her arm out and Flynn goes to do it and she pulls her Flynn in. Flynn goes which to I like shake a hand, but then she like, and Leanne's like, oh, they're a family of huggers <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that's the end of the movie it's time for our questions i know um and leanne thank you i know this is a late one. Oh gosh it's late for you all like uh, i can't yeah. even imagine Jeez. so i'm just like not looking at what time it is it's fine <laughs> i'm excited that for once because last time i think we did an episode um not in the timeline you guys are listening but the last time in the real timeline uh when I asked how was the princess, the answer was Batman. Yes, which was great. So how was the princess? We actually get to talk about an actual princess this time, and that princess is Rapunzel. I think we've gushed on her a lot, but I love her. She was fantastic. Yeah. I yeah. Oh go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say, like, I just love how how relatable she is. Yeah. And like, you know, she really um She's way, yeah, she's just way more human than a lot of the other princesses I've seen portrayed. One of the things you pointed out, Leanne, was you were talking about how perfect um, Flynn Rider's teeth are. Oh, yeah, how, we didn't talk about yeah. that, that she checks oh, she for, pointy for pointy teeth, teeth which, which is, is a funny very bit. funny moment. And then she's got like an overbite. Yeah, and she's she has kind a little of, bit of a flawed list. in a few ways. Like she's not, mm-hmm. like Flynn is perfect physically. Yeah. As, as proven at, by the man. Yeah, the, man, the I, hot man meeting. The hot man meeting. <laughs> yeah, hot I man love that meeting contrast. is the name of my next band. Yes, like he, he's kind of like that stereotypical Disney yeah. prince, mm-hmm. and then she's like just kind of like she's the every every person and like every woman, right? Like <laughs> she's really cool. every yeah. woman. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. 
I thought she I, like yeah I liked her I loved She's her great. design I thought the stuff they do with the hair is very cool how was the prince I ended up liking Flynn Rider way more than I thought I was going to I, like I thought him he was going to kind too. of be an, yeah. obnoxious and he wasn't yeah, I think they do a good job. I think we've talked about him a bit as well, but I think they do a very good job with him. And I think he's likable from the start, but I think you believe his, not his, I don't know if it's a transformation, but you believe the mm-hmm. shift. You believe yeah. like that he sees he can be this better person with her, yeah. right? Yeah, I like how um, you kind of assume he's a one note kind of person yes and yeah. then all of a sudden you start seeing these layers. I mean, you can even like when, when you all like, I think when you were mentioning how, um, you know, the relationship between Rapunzel and um, Flynn feel very genuine, the way they slowly fell in love with each other. It's like when he first did his like look, you know, it's like that cocked eyebrow, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The DreamWorks look, right? Like <laughs> where they do the raised <laughs> yeah, eyebrow, yeah. the lowered one. And then when he actually starts saying like things about how much he cares about her, like it actually like doesn't look anything like a pantomime mm. of sorts, right? It mm-hmm. looks real. Looks very genuine. Yeah. Um, how were the sidekicks henchmen? I, I loved every character in this. Like I did too. Even the like yeah. captain of the guards who was kinda like not really anything was fun. Yeah, I think they all had individual personalities. I think they they seemed they they put a lot of time and effort and work into making them all stand out in their own way. Mm-hmm. I like the ruffians. Do you have a favorite? Um uh, I think I like Maximus. I, I like Pascal a lot, but Maximus was kind of the surprise favorite. Yeah, Maximus but is I, really good. I will say design-wise, I liked the snuggly duckling guy who had the baking gloves, which I forgot he had baking gloves at the end because he was the one who was like, he makes really good cupcakes. Oh, yeah. And then when he's fighting oh, at the end, he's yeah. got that oven mask. mitts. Yes. I like the look of that mask. <laughs> yeah. like an executor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. cool. Um, favorite musical number. I oh man, this is always it's the Snuggly tough for Duckling me. song. No for question. You, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, and they were all really good. I will say, I enjoyed. There wasn't really one that I was like, "This is." I don't know that I'd listen to them outside of it, like I do in in Canto or like Eye to Eye or anything like that. Yeah. But like, they were all great in the moment. But the, the the I have a dream. I have a dream. I was looking it up. Yeah, Leanne, what's your favorite? Oh gosh, I. You know, I think I'm kind of torn between um, the reprise of when uh, Rapunzel, you know, finally gets out of the mm-hmm. tower. But then this is also like maybe a little masochistic. I like the reprise from uh, the mom. Yeah, you know, Mother Knows Best. Really good. That, and that was the one I was going to say. I really, really like that one. Really it's good. It's so intense, but in the best way. Yes. Um, but yeah, I also really like every song is, I think, really mm-hmm. good, like but so yeah, good. I think I'm going to go with that one. Uh, does it hold up? Female character agency. I I, I liked, I think she had a lot of it, um, but mm-hmm. I also liked that she was kind of fell into that Cinderella camp of not necessarily, I mean, she was strong. She could kick some butt with a frying pan, mm-hmm. but I think she fell into that more towards the Cinderella side of the spectrum, which is the like kindness, uh, you know, emotionality. There's something about mm-hmm. my emotions that's my key. It's not just I kick butt and that's it. Yeah, I, yeah, she's more well-rounded, I mm-hmm, think, mm-hmm. as a princess. Yeah, I, lo- I love the fact that she fought her own battles, pretty much. Yeah. Like, yes. I mean, and then her main antagonist, she she stood up. It wasn't like Flynn came in at the end and, like, saved her. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. I That moment, I mean, I could analyze and talk about that moment where she stands up for herself it's on really so good. many levels. It's so good. 
Um, drinking and smoking. There was the one guy who was drunk the whole time. Cupid. But like, I'm yeah. calling him Cupid. He has another name. But <laughs> I think he's short thug. Oh, is that what he's yeah. built oh, as? Yeah. Well, yeah. they're all like hook hand thug. Oh, okay. Short oh, thug. Like, that's it. all their names. And then in, I think in the... Because I like Paul F. Tompkins, so I was looking some mm-hmm. of this up. I was like, he, he sticks around. So their names are like Shorty and Hook Hand and oh, stuff like that. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, ethnic representation. This is a really white movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cast and... Takes place in a fairy tale land that's... I mean, again, I think we've moved from this like... If the fairy tale land is like this, like it, 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 you know, like then we have to keep to the ethnic representation. Oh yeah, I don't think I, I yeah. disagree with that, but that's that's what this is. I don't even think yeah. there are any black townspeople or any people of color in the town. I did not. Yeah, no. I didn't see anyone. All honkies, as far as the eye could see. <laughs> yep. Beautiful colors everywhere else, but except in the people. That's that's the problem. There's a there is a dark oh, there underbelly go. to corona. To yeah. corona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were gonna say coronavirus. I almost did. You almost um, <laughs> okay, sorry. I won't go into it, but oh, I'm just uh, saying a, a, a all white police state. Hmm. Okay, all right. Okay. So uh, guns and firearms. Uh, I mean, there's stabbings and stuff. There's yeah, not really there's guns swords there. more than there's yeah, there's no I'd, guns. But this, this had like a lot of stabbing. I saw something the other day where someone was talking about like how did the rats of Nim get a the Secret of Nim get like a G rating when it had all that stabbing. I agree oh with that, gosh. but it's just like I felt yeah. like this is a similar level of stabbing and. But eh, this is PG, blood. I guess. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, it's time. All right, time to rank Mother Gothel now. Oh dang! The infallible scientific villains ranking was designed and created by top scientists working together to establish the perfect method of devising a villain's relative knavery, cunning, and vileness. Each evildoer is judged in seven categories on a scale of one to five. The averages of each category are added up, and the resulting villain ranking tells us exactly where each ne'er-do-well belongs. Whether it's at the top with our queen, Ursula, or at the bottom with Aconcagua, the grumpy mountain of Saludos Amigos. Here are the seven categories. Number one, frightening. How scary is this villain? Number two, funny. How often did this villain make you laugh? Number three, fierce. How much attitude, sass, and sense of style does this villain have? Number four, effective. How grand was their evil plan and how well did they execute it? Number five, design. How awesome does this villain look? Number six, go away heat. How much did you honestly hate this villain and want them to be off your screen as quickly as possible? And number seven, yes factor. Whenever Tara sees a villain she loves first appear on screen, she says, Yes! How often did you find yourself missing this villain's presence when they weren't on screen? Follow along at home and let us know your own villain scores. And now back to the podcast. Gang, we are back. Uh, Leanne is a complete expert in this. She's going to just ready. take away. She's so ready. So, guys, let's yeah, let's, let's start this. with frightening. Five. Oh, a five, yeah. Really? Yes. Yes. Because she's... Emotionally abusive. Yes, oh, my goodness. She feels real. Like, that, to me, is like, she feels like she's someone you could meet in real life. Like, as far as the manipulation goes, as far as the emotional abuse goes, and that is terrifying. Here's my it, argument against why that's not terrifying, is because if I met someone like that in real life, maybe it's because I'm adult now, and I'm not an 18-year-old yeah, girl stuck no, in a tower. No, I'm already going to disagree with you. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. that's great that you can <laughs> Sorry, say Ryan. that you're an adult, you just wouldn't interact with them, but there are a lot of people in a lot of situations that, like, can't just 
leave from somebody who's like that. Okay. So, all right. But I feel like I'm being scolded. I'm sorry. For I didn't mean I'm to scold you. Me. I just feel very strongly. She's getting a four from me. Uh, and that's fine. You can make your own choices. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll let I'll let listeners. I'll let you know how the couch was tonight. Stop. Um, no, so I'm not funny. mad at you. I I understand where you're coming from. I just can't. I can't entertain that argument for me. Funny. What do you guys have for funny? She does uh, have a couple quips, but she's not like she's not where she, the humor is coming from. I think she thinks she's funny. <laughs> That's true. I'd say like a one for me. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm gonna put her at a one because I feel like most of the times you laugh, you're not laughing at her or yeah. at anything she does. I'm gonna give her a two because I thought she was a little funnier than than devoid of humor. Like, I, I think, think she's there a were a quippy. couple lines that you thought were quippy that you enjoyed. Yes. I Again, think more than us. I have not. I am not institutionally traumatized by this villain so i may have a little bit of a different perspective uh fierce she's getting a five for me she's yes, got some she's tony award-winning yes. fierce yep. she is just she those is songs. those songs she's larger than life the way that she comes up into that tower she owns every scene she's in okay. yeah uh effective now I I don't know if you guys are going to agree with me or not. Okay. But I think her plan was to maintain youth for as long as possible. I would agree with that. And I think she maintained yeah. it. Like the whole thing was. She's this apparently was the one lived time for hundreds of years, they say. Yeah. So she's hundreds of years old. So yeah, I think this was just, you know, like a, this was always going to happen. That eventually, yeah. That eventually this was going to happen. So I would give her a four or a five. I'm thinking maybe a five. I think I'm going to give her a five because I think you're right. I think she does. She lives out. She lives what she set up to do. And for 18 years, she has that princess. And is a, years. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 18 that's a years lot of work. And after 18 years, found out it wasn't his. Oh, I was like, what is that song? I know that song. Um, but yeah, she's, like she's really committed. Yes. A hundred percent committed. She's hundreds of yeah. years old. So she's been doing this for a while with this flower and has made it far enough that nobody has found it up until that point and then yeah i yeah i would agree she willingly signed herself up to be like a parent of an infant too by the way so she put up with all the <laughs> all yeah the yeah she had raising yeah. exactly like, yeah that's a lot of work to just stay like beautiful i guess mm -hmm. like you know and then like the, the long game of 18 years to I convince like, her like well Le and it's Leanne's like respect seriously well and it's a long game too because like she's like i'm curious what her plan is when rapunzel ages past her right she hasn't really thought that through Just, no here first you go then i go what do you mean she puts it on her face and goes sing your song okay now i go okay <laughs> So she won't age. Oh, so Rapunzel won't age. I see what oh, you're saying. Oh, okay. Actually, oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> First you I go, just, then I go. I didn't understand. I thought you meant like Tara talks first. Yeah, then that's no, what I'm I thought. Sorry. I was like, what are we doing? No, no, no. Are we miming? So, like, what are we, what are we like role playing oh, here? God. <laughs> it's it's just, sorry. It's like, what's happening? <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, design. Design. I think she has a five for me. Because she has a five for me as well. There's a lot of stuff because... I think the the morphine from old to young. Yes. I think the subtle changes when she's kind yeah. of getting older. She has huge. like spots on her skin. Leanne mentioned like the tremor in her hand, yeah. and, her and hair, the she, way that they do that. She's got all these different levels. Like it's it's not like 
she doesn't poof turn into an old person poof turn back yes mm-hmm. I, I fives across the board from you guys just I to get so. that in there she's yes. gonna be very high up yeah I think she's a surprise I think she might be top 10 because the next thing oh, she's, she's a five. going for her go away heat she's you, an would you let five. me? would you let five. me would you let me say <laughs> I'm sorry she's a five Ryan should go first oh I guess God. yeah Ryan what is she for you uh, I'm gonna have a very controversial answer not very I'm that's giving okay. her a four that's fine because oh, okay. I'm giving that's her okay. a four Simply based off the fact that I see what you guys have for her, and that's a five, and I'm like, oh, I don't have that. I see. Yes, like, so you don't like, have that reaction. I, I, I think I really, you know, was like, oh my goodness. At the same time, she tore me up from that first viewing. Yeah, I like, had a really hard time not talking to you mm-hmm. about it because I didn't want to spoil it for you. But I had a lot of feelings about yeah. her, and so like you knowing, to, you told me some stuff. Yeah. Knowing what I know about her in the second viewing, like as much as I can recognize she's an amazing villain, mm-hmm. she has like the most go away heat I think of any villain for me. So okay. yes, factor. Um, I mean, I think it's a one for me going into this because I didn't know her. This is a hard one for me. Well, this is your second time because I think there. Uh, can I can I offer something? Yeah, I think you're higher than a one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. higher than a one. I think it's hard for me because that phrase I kept saying I love to hate her. It's hard for me because usually I'm very excited and like supportive and behind the villains. I'm not behind her. Right. And I think that matters because there is a difference between loving to hate her and loving to just love Ursula. Yes. So I, think uh, I don't have the here. same love for her that I have for Ursula. I, I, I don't know about you, Leanne. This is me. Tr- so I... I want to hear what, Leanne, what yeah. Leanne's number is, but I think I know where I'm at. Yeah, I mean... Your eyes Leanne. went wide. You're like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. No. Uh, <laughs> this is like going to be really strange it, now that I think about it. Cause it's a hard I, one. Yeah, because like I absolutely like hate her. Like, it's, ju- it's really just because like she... She totally just like the trigger, the triggering it's, <laughs> of yeah. the way she says it's, things. And it's very like totally like relatable. Um, but uh, I think strangely, because because I'm an animator and I sit and observe like all these like really amazing animations in this movie, um, I, she was really well animated. And I, I, I really respect the craftsmanship that went into like making her that way. Yeah. So I, I would say maybe a two or a three. So I, I'd kind of maybe go for the middle maybe i'll three. go for a three that's yeah. where i think i'm gonna land on her too yeah. i think she deserves more than a one or a two i can't go as high but yeah i'm i'm with you where is oh, she though she's Moses. she's gonna be kicking some people out of their she's top, in the spots. top 10 she deserves oh, to be in the top 10 yeah. she's a very effective villain yes <laughs> she is tied with scar Ooh, that's oh, a good one to be tied with good, what though. number are they tied with scar Maleficent and the Evil Queen. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. We need to have our villains court. We'll have yes. to do it after the where we want we want to do something where we have like in defense of like like, like why, I, what I want is I want the, the, the people's court like dun 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 and then it's like you come in and it's like okay I think this person should be higher and here's why and then we when we ranked them decide because originally. I do think the Sanderson sisters need to be lower yeah I think we were just I think in we the were Halloween, just having Halloween spirit, spirit. <laughs> the Sanderson sisters where's that from Hocus uh, Pocus Hocus Pocus oh Hocus Pocus yeah we did They're it like, like a Halloween third. and I think oh, that, I think they yeah. deserve to be pretty high but I think yeah. we were just like Maybe not we love them yeah. yeah 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 so Leanne, mm. it's late. 
Thank you so much for, you. for yeah. staying well, I mean, up late. We did for chat this. for like over an hour before we even started Princess recording. Princess Diaries After Dark. But that's why we love you. Yes. <laughs> it was, it, it's always a pleasure, guys. As soon as you got on the horn and we started talking, there was like 95% of me that was like, it is so nice to talk to Leanne. And there's 5% of me that was like, oh no. This is going to be a long episode. I hope we're all ready for it. <laughs> no, it's always a pleasure. Um, we, As always, we ask our guests if they want to plug something, whether it be a personal project uh, some piece of media they've been enjoying lately or just a sentiment you want to put out there in the world uh leanne please feel free to plug away yeah um i guess like this is actually kind of pertinent um i've been working on like a web comic about oh yeah yeah, like, yeah 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 about um yeah my my pregnancy and uh it's, it's actually fantastic. gonna get <laughs> it's actually gonna get compiled into a book um soon so um we put out like um, the cover design on Instagram with my publisher, uh, Read Furiously. But if you want to check out the comic, uh, it's leecomic.com. Uh, so, how do you spell yeah. Lee Comic? L I Comic? Yep. L I C O M I C.com. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Great. That's really exciting. And, and we can also, like, when it actually comes mm-hmm. out, if you want us to share it, we can share it on the Facebook we'll page. We'll share new stuff. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, when Thanks. this comes out, definitely, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll definitely I'll put plug stuff it. up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I really appreciate that. Um, gang, thank you so much for uh, sticking with us. Uh, the next one will be Winnie the Pooh, the 2011 a very different, Pooh. A, a very different film than what we've movie, just watched. A movie as described by Griffin Newman of Blank Check that quietly slaps. <laughs> which I, I, right. I'm interested to see to hear about that. Okay. Um, so thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Take care, listeners. Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. If you've got a Disney story to share, a bone to pick with us, or just want to say hello, call the Princess Diaries hotline at 707-YO-TRPD1. That's 707-968-7731. You can send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com, tweet at us at trpdiaries on Twitter, or check out our Instagram at trprincessdiaries. Join the Facebook group to post Disney memes, Vote in our Disney theme brackets and meet other fairy tale friends. Facebook.com slash groups slash TR Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five star review. Check out pods.link slash TR Princess Diaries for all the places you can find us on the web including how you can support us through our coffee account or our Redbubble merchandise store. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after. Uh